This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains aggressive trash talk among competitive males, a talking potato that's not afraid to go there, and host Mike Carlson being played by his identical-sounding brother, Jim Carlson. PTR accidental legend Griffin Newman returns to break plates with us and talk Toy Story Midway Mania on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, where we're glad that Sarge reminds us he's not our mother, because otherwise we would not feel permission to break those plates. I'm Scott Gardner. Mike Carlson, I assume, is in agreement. I am in agreement, yes. Saying that you're, I am not your mother is so reassuring to me. And if all the characters on any ride at Disneyland could just remind me of that before I enter whatever world they have, it would really put me at ease. You want everyone to say, I'm proud of you! But I'm not your mother. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I mean, if they could put all the things, all these comforting thoughts into one sentence, one run-on sentence, it would be really helpful for me. What your dreams are, are yeah, meant to do. You know, like, you'll, you'll get the right combo when you're sleeping yeah. sometime. Mr. Potato Head's like, hey, you, I'm not your mother. Oh, by the way, I'm proud of you. Hey, <laughs> hey, by the way, you'll book another commercial. Don't worry. You'll work again. That was the last recording Don Rickles ever did. Yeah, Mike yeah. Carlson. He didn't didn't record more riffs for that. Luckily, it's yeah, fine. Luckily. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. J- uh, Jason Sheridan. Hi. Hi. I, I'm mostly hoping that Potato Head calls me over, like gives me the Carson nod, like calls me up, <laughs> calls me over to the, the Carnival Barker platform. To, to bark to, alongside him? Or to just bark? talk, like to just talk yeah. like, yeah, hey, you've been walking around all day. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, like <laughs> Look, you've been doing a real good job covering the parks. Like I, I'm proud of you and I want you to come you share. That's, what, he, that's what you want you. someone to say. You've been doing <laughs> Good job covering the park. Well, covering the I'm parks. trying to. Co- I cover the parks. Uh. Uh, I mean, I mean, covering your footprint. Oh. Like, co- not sorry, oh, not covering them as a, as a, as a I mean, media personality. Walking around. I was but trying both? to but mix both. the metaphors. We're both. both. Arguably yeah. Both. And, and yeah, he calls me over because when Johnny would call people over, they would just sort of like chit chat. You yeah. Know? They would. They would evolve into guest at that you point, wanted to right? get casual yeah you, you want know, to get casual with mr potato head as it has gotten casual let's not belabor it anymore no. ladies and gentlemen accidental pts mm. legend griffin newman thank you very much <laughs> um so i feel like I, now i qualify it with the accidental i hope that kind of like that adds to the oh, uh absolutely the, the luster in no, its own no, way and i correct people if they say ptr legend i go accidental ptr you are legend. accidental 
Um, uh, um, I, I'm already overflowing with takes. And I, you know, there's part of me that I, I emailed you. I said, I'd like to do this ride. Yeah. And then when I brought it up again months later, I said, because you guys said you hate this ride. And all three of you went like, what? And I went like, I yes. swear to God, there's an episode I heard where you said, and I, I perhaps overstated it, but where uh, Toy Story Mania was invoked, Midway Mania was invoked. Mm. Yeah. And then one of you said, what if we just never cover that ride? And then the other two went like, yeah, that's fine with me. We can just not do that one. This sounds maybe so that's familiar. One we just don't and I do. think maybe I said, I want to say that it's me who said that, but I don't remember why I would have. And maybe it was an right. extremely dry joke or a, something. I, I, too dry. I, I overstated when I said, like, you guys said you'd never do. It was just kind of this energy of just like, do we have to do everything? Maybe that's one we just never do. <laughs> like, it was sort of this sort I of I really truck. like this ride. So yeah, I'm that trying was to a rack joke. my that brain. No I know. We can, well, let's say officially. We you love defending it. it, and then the two of you, Mike and Scott, sort of going like, we could just skip that. And then that's why I felt the need to email and be like, balance the scales. I would like to talk about this. We mm. were convincing enough that we didn't like it. And whatever this right. was, please somebody find this. I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry we bleeped it before, but we right. had to keep the mystery alive. Now the mystery's solved. So now I just want to triangulate a little bit yeah. for uh, the Cliffords out there who are trying to crack this and find the time code, okay? I, I believe I emailed you about this maybe October, November, December of 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, the craziest months of that year. Absolutely. <laughs> the most, maybe the most mentally unhinged in my book. Absolutely. I was losing my mind. Yeah. Now, I had gotten months behind on the show, and that's when I sort of jumped on. So I was, like, catching up to everything. So it's not after that, we know. Well, this is the thing. It's okay, like that pre- helps. I, I, I stopped listening to most things during the pandemic because I didn't want to acknowledge the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like at that point anywhere. I was like, I'm like six months behind on PTR. I got to get back into it. So it was around the 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 beginning of, I want to say, the remote records. Okay. Post-Papa Scott's. Like th- but that territory, <laughs> like the early quarantine episodes. I love you tossing all these things off as if they're albums or uh, or, or B-sides or something. Sure, this I sure. love this is music to my ears. Well, it's yeah. also it was it's very art and it has I caught up more but I'm still not completely up to date. I'm less <laughs> months behind, but I've been like working mm. to get up there. Yeah, like so you were on it. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. catch up to that one. Right. Uh, no, I skipped that one. That's easier than it's like oh that's one less one to listen yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, true. That's true. There. But uh, I was I was there too. Um, this dog was there. Let's acknowledge the dog. You might hear a dog throughout. Yeah, I think if somebody though. walked by, that I don't think you'll keep hearing the dog. If you no, keep the hearing dog the dog, yeah. maybe you don't hear the dog. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it, it is interesting uh, in a very depressing way to be like three months off of timeline and hear how wildly things change in terms of our perception of the world in that period of time. You know, well, that and like run, especially we were all so upset in October, November, and then well, a the, good thing happened right. that cooled the death, something, and more right. good things happen. But that's the thing. Like sometimes you'll listen to an episode, and it'll be like one. Well, I have listened to an episode, and it'll be like, and we're just in this forever. And then I'm listening to it in March, and I'm like, baby, we're in vaccine territory. This thing's done. Put it in the rear view. These <laughs> cool guys it, freaking good boys. out. Right. Why and then, are you like, so agitated? Three months later, I listened to an episode where you're like, and now everything's good. We're all vaccinated. Put it in the rear view. And I was like, these fools don't know what's coming for them. <laughs> um, another uh, odd thing I've observed is that so many kind of PTR universe figures, if not regular subjects, but the types of people who get discussed, the types Mm. of entertainment, uh, entertainers and public figures who are often referenced by you three guys, (laughs) 
uh, died in 2020. Like a disproportionate <laughs> uh-huh. amount. Because listening to delay, I stand Chera. All right, I would listen to episodes and I would be like, he went out so great. I don't want to go out like him. We don't want to go out like him. But there were so many episodes I'd listen to where I was like, this is kind of a morbid run to do on Regis. This shortly after he died, oh. and then I'd be like, "Oh, they recorded this like six weeks before he died." Ditto. A lot of Bob Evans coming up right before he croaks. Oh, we did. That's mm-hmm. he was twenty twenty. Got there, there were well, a we lot of twenty twenty of... people who you got back into and started either for one episode or for a run of episodes, like doing riff runs on. <laughs> now he's part of the lexicon. What a boy! What a like you, well, you Zig- found a layer to make us depressed ah, about twenty twenty. Zigfried and, Zigfried and Roy. Yeah, we did so one? much Zigfried and Roy, well, and then right. both Roy, Regis. Bob Groden, Robbie Evans, Groden, yes, Groden, Groden entered I'll both of our some other ones. This is though, yeah. I, and I said this on an episode. Uh, a friend of the show, Andrew Grissom, I, we <laughs> had made a comment, or I had said something when we were at Knott's Berry Farm a couple months ago. I go, yeah. it does seem like we're cursing people, and he goes, well. You are also just all fascinated with people over the okay. age of 80. <laughs> this is big. That's big. It's a big factor. It's a big factor. And I think another part of it is that all of those people feel like people where it's like, I guess they'll just never die. Sure. Yeah. Where in your head, you're like, they should have died like 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And now they've crossed some threshold and do not seem to have been diminished in any sort of way. I guess yeah. maybe they just live forever. Like you start to get cocky. We'll do this too where like I did a like run about like Ed Asner. And Uh David was flipping out, being like, don't talk about Ed Asner not dying when this episode won't come out for two months. And I was like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And, like, thankfully, it was the Ed Asner death was, like, two months after that. You barely had a buffer, yeah. But it was in that zone where I was like, Ed Asner, I guess he never dies. I guess it's just always safe to bank up an Ed Asner run. It also makes sense that, like, like every uh, podcaster or comedy writer or whatever is obsessed with Norm MacDonald, who is the most old mannish, bizarrely old mannish for his generation. Like, Mm -hmm. of course. And then, he, uh, yeah, we lose him, maybe just by virtue of him being old. I had had no idea how old he was. That was some of the shock of the death. It was like, oh, the age. He was older than the generation, and he kept his disease a secret for a decade. So what kind of like was blindsiding, but let's say uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. A Monday, the four of us went to Disneyland together. Norm McDonald came up several times. Tuesday morning, he's dead. Mm. So weird. Well, we, yeah. so will you would count this as part of that? God, a little oh bit. No. I mean, that wasn't on mic, but it was odd. And it's not like I never talk about Norm otherwise. Yeah, you know, it was but more jarring when I would hear a Regis reference on mic. And it was so shortly before he died, you know? Because why? Why Regis? But it was was odd, because we brought up Norm a number of times in different contexts within that one... Radically, they weren't even about necessarily about him. He just played into it. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The word word quizzling, I believe. That was one of the reasons he came up. (laughs) It's used by David Letterman in reference to Letterman calling him... Don Omai. Or he's calling... Norm no, 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 calling, yeah, 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 for right. not being angry at Don O'Meyer for firing him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, but there, there's a problem with the word quizzling. Do we figure that out? It's apparently the name of like a Nazi officer or something. Oh, okay. But it's used as a derogatory of like, hmm. you quizzling, you, you man who goes along with the Nazis or something. Oh, it's bad then. Yeah, yeah. So right. It's an insulting term. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's not like you, Hitler, my favorite Hitler, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not a specific way to praise This Hitler, guy, he's no. my best friend. You're going to love me. He's a real Goebbels. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's a Quisling's like derogatory. I don't. I think you're allowed to use. I don't Which know. Is, but like Colonel Clink, I feel is feel is still used as like that. That's a very old reference, but as like an idiot, like yes. a dumb idiot. Yeah, I mean, right. that is a fictional Nazi. Right. We're not gonna kill yeah, Werner Klemperer um, now, are we? Have you? I, I assume he's I'm already passed the Quisling definition. Wait, have you said? Uh, is anyone other than me referenced Colonel Clink around you in the last decade? <laughs> I mean Colonel Clink. No, I'm saying it is the thing that I use as like I yeah, feel everyone, like that all the time. Evergreen, like Lucy and Ethel, you know. Oh, I don't, guys, yeah. I just I just watched Autofocus like three oh. days ago, oh, so it's man. really there's all these things. Well, oh my that's god, that's a reference okay. you know something of the bad Bob Crane to Bob Crane, Scott. After you oh, watched man, it, oh man, now you're speaking my language. That's you what know? you don't want to hear is like you tell somebody something that's going on with you, and they're like, yeah, it sounds like a real autofocus situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things might not work out so great for you. I have a little more information here. Mm-hmm. Quisling, by definition, is a traitor who collaborates with an enemy force occupying their country. Hmm. So I think Letterman's saying, why would you sympathize with Don O'Meyer? Who's a bad guy. Who fired you. Right, you're a Quisling. You're being a Quisling. Mm -hmm. Vidkun Quisling was a Norwegian (laughs) military officer and politician who collaborated with the Nazis. Wow. Oh, like a Benedict Arnold He headed the government of Norway during the occupation. Hmm. So Quisling is a... I, I just want to point out real quick, uh, we're in the garage here, and the door just sort of closed by itself, but I certainly mm-hmm. felt like it was a ghost of some, of the, per- some of the people we're we've been talking too about. too many. Is it Klemperer? <laughs> is it Quisling himself? Yeah. Is it all uh, of them? Is it Asner? Is it Clink? Is it Norm? If so, we love you, Norm. Yeah. Is it uh, uh, Montecore, Siegfried and Roy's Tiger? It could be. Another, another <laughs> one. Talked about Montecore so much. Right. Montecore died. Right. Montecore mm-hmm. and Roy died. Right? Both? Yeah. Oh, Montecor yeah. Montecore was yeah, like, yeah. no, but Siegfried died, right? They both oh, died. Sieg- they both died. Yeah. They both died? They're both dead, yeah. They're both, yeah. After we did all this mm-hmm. stuff. So we can't, there, we can't make one pop culture reference no. to anything no. we like, right. or else we're, uh, we're screwed. And that's going to be tough for you, Mike, because somebody you love is in this attraction. Oh, that's boy. true. Older <laughs> gentleman. Uh, so let's just yeah, not, even, I, not even mention who is like, in this attraction. Uh, you know Tim, what? You're talking about Tim Allen. You know what was very weird? And not to, like, I, I'm sure there's a million norm mm-hmm. anecdotes, but learning... Um, uh, one of the people giving a remembrance of Norm Macdonald was Bob Dole. Realizing Bob Dole is still alive, but the impersonator passed. Yeah, but Jason, you know what you just did. No, but I was, Bob Dole's now I dying was about in the next to say, days. I Bob don't Dole's want dying to in the next five like, days. You did it. Uh, this episode is recorded before the passing of Bob Dole, <laughs> which we were all morning. Uh, that's uh, the exact <laughs> kind of person you don't want to invoke <laughs> now with the streak you boys Bob have Dole been Dole represents on. an America that I think has passed, and we uh, uh, say uh, thank you for your service. And Any Anytime it's somewhere you go, I can't believe they're still alive, invoking them means inevitably they will die within the week of the episode Just being recorded. Passing through mm. your brain will yeah. we'll cause yeah. it. Well, in advance, RIP Bob Dole. You put a lot of evil yeah. on the show. I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we're all stressed you, out. Yes, we caused all of this. Uh, well, well, here's here's a death factoid that's uh, I, kind of nice or cool. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, I don't know if that's the right way to frame this. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know this, but uh, uh, Toy Story 4, Don Rickles' entire performance is essentially cobbled together from Midway Mania takes. It's mi- wow. I didn't know it was Primarily. Midway Mania. I knew I, it was existing. That's, that's crazy. That's the main base of it. Stuff they didn't use or even stuff they did use and we wouldn't recognize. It's a combination of both. He doesn't say a lot in the movie. It's a lot of little yeah. sense fragments of like, hey, watch that. Watch you. Where are you going there? You know, like a lot of like little things like, it's oh, Woody. <laughs> right. He doesn't have like a lot of sentences. There are 
65 main characters in Toy Story 4, I mean, and most of them have five lines that easily could have been cobbled together from any number of I, different I sessions. I will say, we were talking about this the other day. I like Toy Story 4 infinitely more than you do. I like it more than 3. I think that complaint of yours is the most valid complaint against Toy Story 4. It is the one I co-sign the most. Well, oh, the, specifically that I felt like it was designed to open up the universe, right? That's what you're no, talking about? No, not that complaint. Okay, the, you don't like the that The complaint one. of just, they've gotten to a point where the universe now has 60 main characters. Oh, like, sure, Toy yeah. Toy Story is unsustainable by the fourth <laughs> movie. Like, it, it just, it, it's... And we go and we meet more and we're bringing yes. back one who's not here. Yes. And like, yeah, we end up yes. with so many. Yeah, that right. to, by the uh, end. to flesh my other, my the other thing I said about Toy Story 4, which I do like, I don't dislike Toy Story yeah. 4, it felt like they were redoing three but then, if spoiler alert, if you haven't yeah. seen it, Woody like leaves. They go off to have an adventure with Bo Peep, and I felt like they were correcting a mistake where three left the toys in a different kid's playroom, which yes. gives them all the same restraints of like, now we got to get out this giant window. How yes. are we going to do that? Right. Now uh, Woody's out in the universe, like he's out in the world. You don't have to get stuck with the same like. Now we're in a daycare. Now we're in a school. Like we don't have to do necessarily that's, that's that. That's a thing. big four thing for me. One of the reasons I I prefer it uh, is that I. I think that is the the more correct ending to this series. If God willing, it actually ends here. Obviously, they will always find ways to do things with the Toy Story characters, right? Yeah. But if like this is the last canonical theatrical film, yeah, I think that's the better resolution to it. And like I know, I think Toy Story three holds a lot of value for people. I should make it clear. Main reason I'm doing this episode: Toy Story is my favorite thing in the world. Like, period, point blank. You're it a is major like my number one person, yeah. fandom of any stripe. Yeah. Um, and there's Toy Story rides out there. There's a lot of Toy Story yes. rides, but this is probably the most like uh, uh, notable. Like, like the the big, maybe the best yeah. use of everybody. It's definitely like the most high profile. I mean. I have a lot of thoughts on this, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it occupies an interesting space because we were even trying to, I, I don't know if it was before or after the ride queue, talking about where this ride lands in sort of the timeline of the Disney Pixar acquisition and them trying to immediately get as much out of these characters as possible. Right, right. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff there, but I do think like a thing I like about Midway Mania, Mania is... I get to see all my favorite characters again. I get to spend all this yeah, time with yeah. them. You when know? there have been a lot of, like, the other Toy Story attractions, which are largely great. I mean, there's yeah. kind of the cheapo, more carnival bush ones that are just nicely art decorated. Right. But then, and there's Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, which I think is great, but it's like a particular subsect of Toy Story universe. Yeah, Slinky Dog's kind of only Slinky right. Dog and the right. Penguin. Right. This is kind of the most, here's everybody, you yes. meet all of them, they all do something. Right, and everyone has their personality come through in a way that, like, some characters don't, get their moments in Toy Story 4. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're willing to give them Rickles because he is no longer on this mortal coil. Sure. They had to work yeah. with the scraps they had. <laughs> but then it's just like, I wish Rex had anything to do in that movie, you know? Yeah. There's so many of them. I think that movie really does wrong by Jesse, who's my single favorite Toy Story character, I would say. Yeah. Very yeah. endearing I character. mean, like, I, I love Forky now, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Forky has only one movie to compare to, like, Jesse's... The, the, the Jesse arc in two is just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But but yes, it, it's like, you know, PTR, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Jeff Garland, Buttercup, like, has, like, a successful joke in that movie, right? Like, he has, like, a runner he that pays off two, well. three lines that are right. funny, yeah. But the they, like, things. they build, and it's three beats, and the yeah. third one really lands. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a little frustrating that, like, 
they couldn't do at least that for all the characters. Yes. It is one of the things that now going on Midway Mania again, and I want to say this is the first time I've gone on it since 4 came out. Mm. It's just nice to see characters get spotlighted in that way. You know? Yeah. It's it's a thing I enjoy about that ride, where, like, as much as it's, like, it's a screen ride, it's a shooting ride, like, really? And that felt a little more novel at the time, and I, I was going mm-hmm. back onto the ride this time going, like, am I going to be weary about this now because of, like, everything else that's become like this? Yeah. There's something nice about just being, like, here's, like, four minutes with Sarge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just, here's some Sarge time. And you're going into these different mm-hmm. silos of theming of Toy Story. It's a thing I love about Toy Story is you have these characters that would not exist in the same universe under any other premise. And you sort of get to go to, like, all of their, here's right. Sarge world, here's Woody right. Old West world. Because it's just a kid owning toys, Toy Story means you get to have sci-fi and westerns and dinosaurs and military. And everyone plays their role pretty straight. And it's nice that every little zone you go to is, like, themed. You spend some time with the characters. I believe Pixar actually did the animation themselves. I think that was a big deal. It's all the real Mm -hmm. voice actors. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this ride has a lot of production value in that way. That having been said, front loader right off the top. I just don't want to forget this because I almost said it walking off the ride, and then I went, no, I should hold on to this. Save it. Save it, yeah. That ride opens, I believe, in 2008. Correct. Yeah. Disney acquires Pixar in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about this, that Cars was the last movie of the Disney deal. As, like as closed out what they owed them post-Toy mm-hmm. The Story. original Eisner-Katzenberg deal was five films, sequels don't count. Yeah. Uh, Post-Toy Story, it's a mm-hmm. bug's life. Uh, they got screwed on Toy Story 2 because it was supposed to go direct-to-video. Mm-hmm. And when they pushed it to theaters... Uh, Katzenberg um, went, no, 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 no. Eisner went, no, 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 no. doesn't count. You owe us four more. And that started a lot of the contentiousness between Disney and Pixar for years that made people think they would split up when the deal was done. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then it was Monsters, Inc., uh, Finding Nemo, uh, Incredibles, Cars. And that oh, yeah. should have been the end of the loop, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they were like free market. I forget if the deal happens right before or right after Cars. I want to say right before because when people were... Like, I was reading Jim Hill all the time. This is when I got into Jim Hill because I was like, I want to understand well, the Pixar whole, acquisition. Oh, you had a Jim Hill era. I yes. I mean, not that... When I, is everybody... It's like, when... That's a good question I ask you. When did you get into Jim Hill? Like, what was, what was your hair... What was my, your hair? My thing for me was, it was the uh, Pixar acquisition, which was like the first thing Iger did, mm-hmm. and the Muppet acquisition, which was the last thing Eisner did. And mm-hmm. I was so protective of both of those worlds that I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know how I landed there, but it was like, this is the only guy who seems to be really going into the weeds on everything like, this means for these companies. Like honesty and like right. warts and all And then I just got into reading are. all of everything, reading his superstar limo pieces and whatever. But that's mm-hmm. how I got turned on to him. When, when was everyone else's gym? Well, I... <laughs> gym Awakening. <laughs> oh, I think only a few years ago. I think probably around the start of the DCA redo. Uh, but but what I was going to say off of your point, yeah. um, I think... The Pixar acquisition happens because Eisner is out because Steve Jobs yes, and Eisner were like oil and vinegar, like absolutely. two big personalities right. who did not see eye to eye. The story is that everyone thinks there's no way Disney will be able to get Pixar back because Eisner has like really uh, sullied the water, right? Yeah. And um, Pixar starts independently producing their next three movies: Wally, uh, Up. And Ratatouille were all 
produced independently, self-financed, and they were like, and whoever acquires us gets these three movies, which is why they're the three weirdest Pixar movies. It's why they're the three where it's like, oh, how did this get made? You know, aren't like IP that aren't necessarily like, and there'll be obvious part two and part three of these. It was just like, let's just like, it's, it's true blank check shit where it's just like, someone's going to buy the next three Pixar movies. We do whatever we want, you know? Yeah, very idiosyncratic, yes. very, inch I think maybe the most, Right, I would say the most interesting. I think that's the most like, interesting run. time. Yeah. Although Pixar, for I mean, I was like ten when Toy Story came out, yeah. and so like I think that was the last one where I was like fully, I was like all in. Sure, sure, yeah. you know. But but it's yes, that run is really interesting, and that's like two thousand seven Ratatouille, two thousand eight Wally, two thousand nine Up, and then mm -hmm. twenty ten is. Toy Story 3, Toy because Story. the first thing that happens is, like, Eisner slams the door behind him, right? Everyone's like, this is irreparable. Iger takes over. His story is that he, like, goes to the parks, and he goes to one of the parades, and he realizes that the only characters in the parade from the last 10 years are Pixar characters, yeah. that Disney has created no characters in the last 10 years that have had any staying power, and that it's just Pixar. And he just goes, like, my first order of business is I, whatever it takes. And yeah. he goes to Very Steve smart. Jobs, really and he's like, you have all the leverage. You name your price. I, We need you guys. It's yours. And we buy you outright. It's not right. like we keep doing it. We do another right. deal with you that could and lapse. And Jobs said the fact that Iger came to him with that much humility is like the thing where he was just like, I liked that. That he wasn't playing hardball with me after Katzenberg and Eisner were always trying to like be a step <laughs> ahead. That he was like, we're fucked. We need Pixar. You name your price. Oh, weird. Steve Jobs liked people being subservient to him? Odd. Yes. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah. Uh, he, liked, he liked Iger self-cucking. Um, but so uh, they pay all this money. I think Cars comes out right after that. People were like, they spent too much. The Cars merchandise the first year alone like pretty much makes back everything, right? Jeez. But the mm -hmm. first thing Iger says when he takes over is like, Toy Story 3 has got to happen now. Oh, okay. It's been, at this point, uh, seven years it's, you fast track that by that point we're already right. getting into way more there are lots of we're past Harry Potter we're into this like, right. like you don't just do two movies right. so you do and, a and three could never happen because Pixar was like we'll do it if it counts uh -huh. and Eisner was like mm. doesn't count and they were like then fuck you it doesn't happen weird There's the direct to video when Eisner was playing hardball with them, he started this animation company, Circle 7, mm -hmm. that was named that because they were housed in an old ABC 7 building <laughs> oh that's for some local affiliate or whatever. Because he was going to do code. Cinderella 3 Twist in Time to Toy Story, basically, right? He was well, going to make a sequel, but oh, like yes. the cheap sequel. Yes. ABC7 yes. is our affiliate. Los Angeles is okay, affiliate. Okay, so I wasn't sure because yeah. yeah, ABC7 is also uh, New York. Um, oh, okay. It's in Chicago, too. Yeah. Last wow. sevens. Lucky number sevens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yes, that's where I think Circle 7 animation was. And they announced when they were just like, fine, Pixar, you want to leave us? That's fine. Uh, Finding Nemo 2, Monsters Inc. 2, uh, oh. Toy Story 3. Like, they announced oh, all of that. Imagine that world, all these gross, bad, yes. like, losing half the actors every time. <laughs> yes. Ugh. The Toy Story 3 premise was that the Buzz gets recalled. He's defective, and they make everyone send all the Buzzes back to Japan, and all the toys have to travel to Japan to rescue him from the factory. Rescue but he's, like, buzz. lost his mind. He's gone, like, psychotic. Hmm. Um... Uh, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's maybe. not like outwardly. It's not as bad as uh, there be. There, there's no fraction in the uh, title. 
That yeah. helps. We're not in no. Lion King one and a half turns. We would have gotten right? there. Yeah. But so uh, Iger like immediately makes good, but is like, you got to give me Toy Story 3. Come on, guys. Let's mm-hmm, stop mm-hmm. dicking around. And then, Jason, I think you were telling me that you had found in your research that Midway Mania was originally developed as a Mickey concept. Well, this, see, this... I found that through Jim Hill. They were talking about it. Jim! Because wow. of the straight line from... Uh, I, let me see if I can get this right. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the battle... The Battle for Buccaneers Gold. Okay. Uh, uh, which was which is what? Which is an attraction. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for Buccaneer Gold. It, w- it was a, a game at Disney Quest okay. that replaced the Hercules game. Okay. And this was like you were on a pirate ship and you were firing a cannon at other pirate ships. Before this moment... It did, before I heard that, it did not dawn on me that the Toy Story Midway Mania uh, gun thing you use is a cannon, basically. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, but, and he was the one who said that, that I think it was very, very early on because I was digging for a while and I could not find any articles mm-hmm. about that. But I think in like early, early in the development, Imagineers made have been like maybe this is a Mickey Midway thing, you know. Right. Uh, it makes that sense. Said, that's like Mickey's still on the the Ferris wheel, you know. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. that, and the and you don't really have a Mickey ride yet, right? But that even that placement within the pier would would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I just it, it just seems uh, conjecture on my part, but it's like Iger comes in, they close the deal. It's two thousand six. Toy Story three is greenlit, and it's like immediately, how do we do as much of Toy Story as we can? That movie is mm-hmm. four years away. What's the quickest we can get something in the parks? What's an idea we have that is somewhat modular? That's up for grabs yes. that right. any IP maybe well, can right. be on. And another thing going on is like we have to do something with California Adventure. Right, right. Like, this mm. is the canary in the coal mine of right. like, oh, we're uh, acting from a position of power with California yeah. Adventure. It's not just stop ga- gaps. It's not just like uh, get a monster thing thinking, get right. a cheapy tower terror in. Like, this was a big deal when they announced, we're redoing this park, we're starting with this, what is essentially a technological marvel. Th- that's the thing, this ride was such a big, like, you've never been on a ride like this, before. like, I feel like they kept on flaunting, like, this is gonna be a very different thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, th- yeah, th- they also, like, I found this other history of it, though, from the Kevin Rafferty book, where, the idea was like they they had, and this might have been in the when they're starting the process of how do we start changing DCA and especially change the uh, the Paradise Pier area, which is sort of the like chintziest, most off the shelf zone. So how do we do something that's more elevated? And they like there were there still are like midway games, but I think they're walking past those and saying, wouldn't it be great if there was a way that you could play these? infinitely uh and in a way that you could cycle more people through than having to go up to a stand have a transaction and then play the game yeah um so they start they start figure trying to figure out what is a ride around this i think even without ip necessarily attached 
But what I found interesting about all this is that they may be, they didn't, they weren't even at screen ride yet, according to this book, that they were trying to figure out a way that you could have just like a bunch of balls and rings loaded onto a ride vehicle, like enough mm -hmm. that were just ever refilled and that you wouldn't run out of in the allotted time. I, and I cannot I, believe that idea lasted for longer than five seconds without someone getting the practicality <laughs> of who picks up the balls? Where do they go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like bowling has a system that's been in place for a long time. We have to invent uh, the bowling pickup system, but more <laughs> more complicated. Another technological with small... marvel. Right. You're in Truly, a ride car, I, yes, absolutely. And you're moving around to different areas, and people keep throwing an infinite amount of things. And how do they not just like take them, grab them, right. like hurt each other with them? Right. How take do you not home? have teenagers throwing them at each other? Right. Yeah. It would have yeah. to come out of like a long tube. It would have to have like a skee ball mechanism in the yeah. actual ride and it would all have to funnel its way down and then reload into each vehicle, but not ever have it be possible for you to grab the ball. Right. I mean, just a nightmare. What it you just described hard. is a nightmare. It seems hard, but I yeah. know it's not impossible. Maybe if they had to stay with that line of thinking, they might have rigged something up eventually. But yeah. once they realized screens are the thing. The yeah. other thing from that book, Kevin Rafferty, by the way, the Imagineer, responsible for this and cars and a thousand things tower of terror uh mm -hmm. like one of the greats ever uh when he described the mickey situation he said that it was maybe it was going to be a mickey thing and he said that they ran into this weird thing where they've always had trouble at imagineering cracking mickey rides because what is mickey and his world he's right. almost a, doing a different job right. every time you see him in a yeah. homer simpson sort mm -hmm. of fashion yeah. although even homer is defined as his main job before he has uh, side adventures mm -hmm. but like what there's really a, is the base of of mickey and it all makes more sense in this new style weird fact that like you know, as Disney keeps on getting scared of losing Mickey to public domain, right? And they keep on fighting and <laughs> oh, spending yeah. millions and yeah, millions yeah. of dollars in court to, like, get public domain... Uh, to lobby the government, right, basically, yeah. Years uh, stretched further and further and further uh, back. Um, the other thing they've done is started siloing... I'm sure you guys know this, but, like, different versions of Mickey, they legally treat as different characters. So yeah. if they ever oh, lose Steamboat Willie, they're like... Well, that's Steamboat Willie. That's not Mickey. Steamboat Willie Mickey is that one character. Mm -hmm, and yeah. then, like, Taylor Mickey is one character, and this Mickey is one character. Like, they oh. split it into very separate licenses. Right, right. And with separate copyrights, so they're like, each Mickey is actually, they're not all the same. <laughs> This is the whole the Mickey should end up in the public domain situation is interesting because like for all of the evil things that Disney does and the evil things Disney does involving lawyers, mm -hmm. this one I'm a little like, what the fuck is that rule? Why does why do they need like they are they could not be more active a hundred years later right. with this character? Why do they have to just surrender it it's weird also what I, like, is anyone else gonna do with mickey can you imagine warner brothers being like finally we get to do our mickey project <laughs> i just think the uh graffiti art when mickey goes into the public domain is just going to be unbearable oh <laughs> like oh. you mean officially licensed, officially right. like you can you do can, it you can just right. do people it, like to know? joke about like disney so litigious shutting down everyone's fun it's like do you know how much bad mickey shit we're being saved from by oh, Disney's yeah. lawyers being yeah. diligent. <laughs> I think it'll be funny, though, when, like, every studio has a Mickey movie that first year. It's like the Snow White rival, like, yeah. projects where it's just, like, there are, like, four untitled Mickey projects we are, with different creative teams. We're going to develop a movie. Podcast The Ride presents Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> and we're going to make it. Jason stars as Mickey. Yeah. Oh, 
Here we, I love this <laughs> already. Jason, do the voice. Plum roll. Hey, everybody. See? Great. He's Mickey. It's live action, good. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. wearing the little shorts. <laughs> if that's what you're asking. But you can also have Mickey who's just like, hey, I'm Mickey. <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah, could just sure. be, He could be like strapping and yeah. sexy. I'm Michael. Michael Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In just in like a kind of hot current version yeah. of like sort of a like hipster bartender version of the suspenders. But little shorts. He's yeah, yeah. Oh, you never, you never yeah. seem to be little. Why yeah. bother to get the character if you're not right. going to little it's, shorts? It's been a long time. People have been asking, you know, when will Mickey get hot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now yeah. we can finally know. Now we can know. 2028. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like when we were walking through Toontown, I was saying like this, this whole area is very odd now because it is so frozen in amber of like the 90s sort of takeoff on the 60s Disney cartoon aesthetic, mm -hmm. which is not the best era of the shorts by any stretch. Yeah. And then they're doing the, the short 90s. films, not the shorts. Oh, the shorts were great in that time. Yes, never, the shorts. It's never films. been a bad era for the shorts. The, shorts the, shorts. the only thing that yeah. could go wrong is if they went long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. that would suck. That would oh, suck. There's got to be board short Mickey. <laughs> don't there's don't gotta even. Jason Jort Mickey? Don't. Mickey don't. wearing shorts? Oh, Mickey. John Cena <laughs> like Mickey? John Cena style shorts, yeah. I can see it. Um, that it's like the '90s, like more day glow, more rounded version of the '60s Mickey cartoon aesthetic that now has no connection to anything. And when no there problem. was like, like maybe like three cartoons were made in that right. era. And when there was like 20 years of just like, well, I don't know, Mickey's inactive. Mickey's definitive vibe is mm. Toontown. Like there's nothing that's more Mickey than this place because what else are they really doing with him? But the shorts they do now are good and are popular. Mm -hmm. They've been yeah. using more, right? Runaway and, Railway. And there's, already, like, there's been enough time for a right. generation to view it as, well, that's Mickey. They might not even right. know the previous Mickey. So I was saying this to you where you're like saying that your son watches those shorts. You watch them with him and it's like, at yeah. some age when he is cognizant enough to like feel attached to those new Mickey cartoons mm -hmm. and that aesthetic, that vibe and what that personality is yeah. and then understand what's going on when he goes to the park, he's going to be like, what is this place? Why is there this weird other, yeah. <laughs> this is nothing. Why yeah. haven't they painted this since 1994? <laughs> right, right. Like it's just so odd. Who so, is yeah. Roger Rabbit? <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is interesting to me that like... On one hand, oh, makes sense to swap in Toy Story instead of Mickey because Toy Story, like all the characters have such defined personalities. And as we were saying, like milieus, they're worlds to play in. They're obvious ways to go, right? There's like no shortage of options there. But then you also go like, there's no logical link between Toy Story and the carnival. Like they get to no. the carnival in Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. yes, after, yes, a move, a film made after the ride. Right, yes. but at that point in time when you're just looking at Toy Story 1 and 2, the, the sweatiness of the premise, which I don't care about the premise, but when they were like, the idea is that Andy buys a playset that's a make your own midway and he sets it up in the bedroom <laughs> and then he leaves and then the toys decide to run the games themselves. And it's like, right, yeah, I don't care. Just let me play the games. I don't care. It's fine. Andy leave. Yeah, I found it so specific. It's, it's All this is listed somewhere where like, but Andy's called to dinner. <laughs> right. so, so don't get on that ride and start trying to break plates unless you know that Andy is, Andy should be here and he should be giant 
giant, much bigger than you, but he had to go eat his giant dinner. See, but that's what <laughs> that starts me out on the ride on a stressful note because I'm afraid someone's going to call me late for dinner. My biggest fear is disappointing these characters. You've been hoping that the ride vehicle will just take you into the dining room. <laughs> yes, I'm hoping one of the delays, it's not target practice. It's just like, oh, good, you're finally here. Water, right. iced tea, soda. Right. <laughs> Jason, Jason wants the ride car to move into a room where suddenly he is still toy size and there's just giant food. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's and like he a little dinner who's able to climb inside a turkey and eat it. You know, they painted this pot pie with the 3D glasses on so the black light would look correct when you were wearing your 3D glasses yourself. That is a good thing about that ride, though. I feel like yes, more than is. a lot of other 3D rides, I don't think that ride looks muted. Neither no. in screen nor in, like, actual yeah, physical... It still looks pretty good. I mean, I think at this point they probably could make it a little brighter. But I mean, other than that... It's not as egregious as a lot of rides. And it also, like... It's fun, and I'm, this is why I'm curious if this opinion is out there, and maybe this is the opinion mm. that we, you feared that we had or something. But like, are there because for sure we've said it, everybody said it, like a uh, screen rides, and right. you roll your eyes at screen rides. I almost don't think of this as a screen ride, or I don't apply like the same. It doesn't have the sort of the bummer aspects of things I would call screen rides. No, it's. It, I, I want this is the main thing I want to talk about. I don't quite understand how this ride avoids those trappings. Well, I think the games, I think everything works together in such a great way. All the games are very clear mm -hmm. and simple. Yeah. And I think satisfying. They're all very different. The, you know, blacklight sets are nice accompaniments. The 3D the is movement not movement of the cars. They're, the they're, movement of the cars right. is very nice. It's fun, um, yeah. It's there's fun. enough like real ride stuff between the games. Yes. You're like, oh, I like what You're the ride vehicle stuff. does and how it looks. I mean, because you guys haven't done the episode yet, but I wrote it with you guys. And we like we do Toy Story Mania, and then I think we go over to uh, the web web, web slingers. Web slingers. Web slingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I've done it. You've done you, right. Griffin, you and I hadn't done it. When that ride starts, I was just like... Fuck, this ride's gonna make Toy Story Midway Mania look like diarrhea, and then I'm gonna have to pick up the pieces and do an episode on a ride that's become completely outmoded, right? Stuck in the past, that, old like, that's, man. That was my fear, and then it took about three minutes. Oh, Norm McDonald's opening the door again. It took about three minutes into Web Slingers to be like, no, Midway Mania is like definitively better than this, and this is more advanced. But I think there are a lot of things such as that. Web Slingers really feels like a screen ride. Yeah. Putting aside, I think, problems with the, the game itself and the functionality of that and the clarity of that and how that premise is overly confusing and spends too much time trying to, conf uh, to describe it and explain it to you, I also think when you move from one screen to another in Web Slingers, you're just seeing like the space between two screens. Yeah. They're trying too hard to sell you on the you are immersed in a world, a door is opening, and this is just what's outside this door. And you're very aware of the fact that you're looking at screens, and then when the car moves, mm -hmm. it just sort of moves laterally to another screen, another, like, you know, steel door opens, and then you're seeing another thing. Whereas just sliding, I think, just like from right, left to right, yes. I think Toy Story Mania is better, gameplay aside, just as a ride, because it accepts the artifice of what it's doing. Where it's like, here are flats, there are screens, there are big blocks, 
there's this premise that if you really want to know, we can explain to you that Andy was called to dinner, but also who gives a shit? Like, yeah. who cares? The characters are talking to you directly. Mm-hmm. They're just like, let's have some fun. Yeah. I find that I got a lot more stressed out playing Web Slingers, not only because it was hard to do, but also because the intensity of the ride of just being like, we got to stop this. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of yelling at you. It's sort of shades of what, what, there's like an arcade game. It's called like Jungle Go Go. <laughs> Man, what am I talking about? There's a, there's a game that is so stressful where so many giant spiders are jumping I mean, out yeah, at you. I was oh, yeah, about uh, it's kind of like that. I mean, well, it is spiders. Was it That's a I guess what I'm saying. It. We did a VR. No, no thing it's a thing. Like, you're in a little vehicle, and we did oh, a yeah. VR thing in Westwood that was like that, where we were being attacked relentlessly by alien spiders. We yes, really never even was, talked yeah, about it. Yeah, I think maybe I don't like anything like that, where like there's there's a swarm. Well, that, that's, that's the swarm thing is big for me. Is that there's like that whole subgenre of arcade game that I feel like often would be in movie theaters of like the alien game, Terminator Salvation, House of the Dead, mm-hmm. where it's like it's you have a gun and it's relentless and things just won't stop coming at you. Yeah, I mean, I was was it like last episode, two episodes ago where I was saying that does seem to be the trend in these 3D rides because we did it in Knots. There's Knots 3D thing for mm-hmm. Buried Tales, which is like, it's relentless. Right. There's so much happening. You're shooting little, I right. like you're shooting Crafty Coyote's sons holding pies, <laughs> if I'm correct, <laughs> uh, which is great. Shooting the concept is great. And we're shooting at his little sons. <laughs> Shoot yeah. my son. And, uh, <laughs> and then, the, yeah, the Spider-Man, it's like, it's a lot of like relentless. Yes. And a lot of stuff happening. And it's like, I think I said it about Spider-Man. Wouldn't it be just like, it would be more satisfying if you like shot a web at nothing happening and like it shot at a barrel and you moved your hand left Yes. and the barrel whipped there and you would feel like, wow, I did like the Spider-Man thing versus like, "Ah, I'm throwing my arms at the the sky. I think that is possible to do in web slingers, but I'm so confused. I know. It's confusing. It's hard to see. You know, that's a great thing about Toy Story Midway Mania. The color of your oh, cannon, it's so clean. It's, it's your, the color on the screen, like you yeah. can see what you're doing. And, and they play tested it, it with like yeah. eight to eighty, you know, to make sure like all ages can figure this out. And you considering know? that every game, the objective changes a little bit, and what you're shooting changes a little bit, it, it the the adaptation time is zero. Like you're just like. Oh, it's plates now. My plates are blue. I'm throwing them at the thing. It's rings. My You're rings are blue. It. I'm getting them over the thing. You're you know? in it immediately. immediately. A character slides in one sentence of instruction, yeah. not like a whole entire pre-show it's, of instruction. You're right. You're totally right about like simple clarity. It's, it's you like get it immediately. It's fun and comfortable. You yes. know, and you're just like, oh great, I want to play this versus like, fuck, what do I got to do now? You yeah. Know? And you and you note and whatever. Like well, the other rides, which are again like impressive technically, and I don't dislike the other 3D rides, but it feels like they got it down from like pulling the weird cannon string, yeah, it down to the millisecond where your brain just believes it's shooting it, right? Like it, uh, there's no question in my mind, yes, that it's coming out of the cannon for real, yeah. Like my brain accepts the reality of it, and there's just these little like the other rides, like. It's off a little bit. Your brain starts to get confused because it's not putting it together that the web is not actually coming out of your hand or you're shooting like when you're shooting on the... Uh, well, not also, here's just a basic thing. The webs are way too thin and it's really hard to tell which color is It is. Which. That's also, yeah. It's, it's, it's colors are too similar. Way too similar. Yes. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's the single biggest issue with that thing is like... I did the best of the four of us, and you guys were like, like, what did you do right? And I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, I kept checking and going, like, did I hit some secret thing? 
but I don't think I did. And every round I was doing well, and I was just like, I feel like I'm failing. I was literally just <laughs> flailing around. There's no satisfaction from doing none. well, which you should we none, want and have. None. I think did. a similar thing also would not just swing us into this too, sure. but Smuggler's Run. I think maybe you have to because yeah. that's another video gamey, yes, uh, uh, super uh, like highest tech of the moment. Which and I, I think about, which I enjoyed because I had incredibly low expectations because this was my first time going on it after two years of everyone dunking on it and saying it was a disaster. <laughs> and a lot of shit. I thought it was yeah. like okay. I thought it was like fun. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I yeah. was in the gunner role, which I was. I'm just shades of like it is a thin like you're done. You're not sure what you're looking it's for, looking at, and how to. Frustrating yeah. as hell. Yeah. They use, you said no. You were like because we didn't have we didn't fill up the car, so you had you could swing from position to position. Yeah. I, you I, said I will not be the gunner. I wanted to be engineer because they they will if you only have four they'll right. just give you gunner and then two pilots. Yeah. And I was like I want to be engineer over a gunner. Gunner's like it's not fun at all for me. But in the movies, yeah. very fun. The right. gunner pods in the Millennium well, Falcon sequences in the movies, very yeah. fun. Kind of abandoned. <laughs> abandoned. Yeah, it be, why is it so fun in the movie? Not yeah, it's again. more like locking an automatic doors on a car it, in this. Right. That's the most fun thing to do in the world, but they deny you of doing that well, on the ride. I just, I remember, like I knew from everyone I'd heard talk about this, that there's like an absolute, like there are short straw positions. And well, everybody yeah, yeah. says engineer is, but I disagree. It's Gunner. I've That's what I had heard. Engineer. And then when you yeah. said, no, Gunner's the one you don't want to do, I was yeah. surprised because I was thinking, like, well, Gunner, Luke, and he's got the thing in the head. Yeah, so that's of course. the coolest shit in the world. Of course. Engineer, you can tell what you're doing, like the Toy Story games, and you can see the results. Engineer at the very, yeah. like, get, like, Gunner, you have to, like, kind of, like, you have to tilt to the left or right, like, your back, like, yeah. you're hitting a button, it's like an awkward and watch spot, the screen, and watch the screen and try to do it, and it's like, Engineer, you can kind of chill out and just go click, click, and you can pretend you're, like, a little kid, like, in Scotty and Engineering, or, or LeVar Burton, don't or whatever. this gets to a key thing, which is that it, Toy Story Midway Mania is in no way going for immersion. Right, Toy Story Midway Mini mm. is only aiming to give you a fun time. I agree with that, but I also think immersion comes from the fact that everything works in perfect well, sync. That's, that's the irony, yes. is then you start to get more pulled you're in. completely immersed, I but think. But like yeah. when you're in Millennium Falcon, you're more aware of the fact that it's like, this is them trying to trick my brain into making yes. me think I'm doing the thing and this has any cause and effect and whatever. It's not seamless. Right, versus Midway Mini where it's just like, hey, come on, shoot some things. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And going for photo reel, which is tougher as opposed to cartoony, and I think it's why you're not so critical of graphics from 2008. Yeah, that it's going in the same way that you're not so critical of Toy Story well, from 1995. Okay. So here's the besides the humans, who you expect to be more right photo reel. Right, right. Uh, here's the thing I, I'm surprised by, uh, especially because they have, you know, done such a complete Pixarification of. Uh, California Adventure after this. Does Cars Lane open before or after Midway Mania? After. Okay, after. shortly fact, after, right? They, yeah. 20... they were considering this a Radiator Springs, kind of. That, oh, I think, comes interesting. up. interesting. I saw it mentioned in the Rafferty. They were like, we got to add something else to Cars Land. Could we add some sort of thing to Radiator Springs? And I think, like, before they hit on, like, that mitten midway observation like oh this was almost a car it was attraction? potentially like oh, oh, can we put weird. a thing in cars and of course that 
you know, there was the Route 66 stuff that was already kind of percolate. So, like, I think this had a lot of lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, a big part of the announcement, as I remember it, is, like, Disney's mended the fence, you know? Like, Pixar's back in the fold. Toy Story 3 is happening. Like... They got control of these franchises again. These beloved characters are going to be used to the best of their ability. None, no simple reskinning, you know? Yeah. And, like, this ride is going to be a technological breakthrough. And then the big thing I remember them advertising is, like, because it's all based around these screens and the games, the basic ride can remain the same, but every couple of years we can update it and add new games. It's very easy to refresh this, uh-huh. which I thought was a cool idea. And they were announcing that especially because it was like, this ride is going to open two years before Toy Story 3 comes out, but when Toy Story 3 comes out, we're going to update it with new characters you haven't met yet. And the only thing they do is, uh, what is it? They replaced, I, was there a Bo Peep one, I think, yes. at mm-hmm. opening that got replaced with the Buttercup Ham and Eggs one? No, with Trixie and Rex. Oh, it's Trixie and Rex. Trixie. Yeah. But, but also, yeah. Buttercup gets, gets put added, into yeah. the... Uh, right. Buttercup oh, gets it, it was added. a ham thing, right. and then they put... Right. So they add oh, Buttercup yeah. to ham, and then the Rex and Trixie wasn't in it all. It was originally the Bo Peep sheep. It was literally, yeah, Bo Peep. They do Bo Peep dirty. Right. She's missing in Toy Story 3, and then she gets <laughs> cut out of this ride, and then they but, do a make good with her in Toy Story 4. But that's what's so bizarre, is it's just like... So it, it, this ride has now been open for 13 years. By the time Toy Story 4 comes out, it's been open for over a decade. Yeah. It feels very bizarre that they didn't go like new Bo Peep, new Duke Kaboom, Forky in some capacity. Ducky and Bunny, who literally are part of a carnival game. Who are a game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Like, like... It feels very odd that they didn't do at least one refresh. You know? Especially being that they they have kept that consistent with Star Tours. Yes, you would think like yes. they would have like given up or gone like, are we really getting our money's worth for that? Or do we really are we like worried people aren't going to see the new <laughs> Star right. Wars? Do we have to promote? But I think it's really neat that they've kept doing it. Yes, and, and yeah, it, why wouldn't you know? You? It heartened me to see the uh, amount of uh, Forky merch in the parks. Hmm. When you get off yes. this ride, half of the gift shop is Forky stuff now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like Forky, Forky's sticking. You know, I called it. Yeah. Yeah. Forky's here to stay. Mm-hmm. It's you're weird. in love from day one, from the trailer. It seems like I love the guy. Like... I love the guy, mm. but uh, it's weird that he's not reflected anyway. It's weird that Bo Peep, <laughs> who I feel like they very much now elevated to, to the expense of Jesse, now being like the main Toy Story female. You know, sure, yeah. at least in merchandising and sort of branding stuff now. I She's feel like, very active and everything. So how absolutely. is there not a game? Absolutely. There's so much stuff you could do. It it feels a little bit odd to me that they have kept the ride sort of frozen after doing one very quick update within the first two years of its opening. Well, and it's also extra weird because they did a whole refresh of the pier. Exactly. It would have been a yes. perfect time. It makes perfect for sense them to go to like it. and now one new game added. We added yeah. Forky into the Woody game or you know whatever. Well, yeah. like, you know, you add it to the ride, add it to the gift shop. And <laughs> right. you know, yeah. the, the, it's kind of a miracle he that there was an update to this ride at all cuz anytime they say it's it's uh, modular and we'll yes. be able to update yes. it. It never happened. This was the so one time it actually happened. Yeah. And it happened so Tours, quickly yeah. that you wanted to believe like, well, they'll keep it going. And especially when another movie happens. And by the way, in between Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4, they do two TV specials. They do three short films that play before yeah. theatrical films. Yeah. Like they are doing new stuff with the characters. Yeah. Like Barbie Which, and Ken antics. 
I there's mean, I a, guess there's a licensing issue. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff they haven't done. To the Toy Story 4 fault, there are 60 main characters of course, sure. in this franchise now, and there are things like Halloween theming that you could do, you know? Like oh, yeah. Even just sure. seasonal yeah. special things. You know what I... On that note, with, if they did Rex Dirty in Toy Story 4, it would just watch Party Saurus Rex, oh, which is so fantastic. That might be my film. favorite of the shorts. Yeah. It's a great film. I'm a big fan of that one. All mm-hmm. the shorts are great. Like, yes, it's... Yeah, all the, this is the, the quality's pretty high. Yeah. on those things. I think Toy Story of Terror is really good. I just watched it for the first time. Yeah, I dug And it, it's yeah. like there there should be some monsters after dark style oh, Halloween yeah. late nights. <laughs> oh, we the all Midway did that, by the way. That was the first down. for Griffin and first yeah. for uh uh, for me as well, mm-hmm. I braved. I, I dared to see monsters. You after were dark. you were very scared. Can we was, say this now? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of everyone trying to reassure you it was going to be okay. I was. I think I was scared because of Mike. I feel like you built it up. We're like, no, it's scarier. It's a lot scarier. Well, I think the I, song makes it scarier. I think I said if I was a young kid, I would. Sure. I would find it scarier for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's darker in there and, you know. You were also saying, you're right, like a lot of what you think would hit you hard as a kid is like walking into the ride and suddenly everything's red and the like yeah. the alarm, the alarm sounds is, are going off. Yeah, and not the Oh, fun. it's a little post-apocalyptic or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I talk about that ride is I say it's like if you went on Pirates after the town burned down. Right. Like it's scarier to me. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. It's great. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I loved it. I also, I don't, I swear to God, like there was some time on this podcast where you were building up the Monster After Dark song and I thought, I'm going to be afraid of this song. <laughs> this is going to be the darkest death metal I've ever heard. And then the song itself, Monster After Dark. Dark. I yeah. really liked the song. It's so good. I so am good. very on board yeah. of the song. It's so good. I want to uh, like buy the song on a seven inch vinyl single. You can get, it's on Apple Music. <laughs> yeah, but I want wow. I want a You want physical, an album, yeah. yeah. You want to hear oh, the, the, when you hit the needle the drop pops on and it. the crap. Yeah, yeah. On Monsters After Dark. Because you gave that exact example, I got an Instagram ad recently from like uh, Disney Records of a seven inch for one side is the skeleton dance and the other side is the three little pigs. And Mm. I opened the link and it was $5 and I was falling asleep, but I opened up the thing and I was like, I will buy that tomorrow <laughs> and i woke up in the morning it Sold says up. this page does not exist and i was what? so what mad that like it wasn't for sale anymore i like they were like it was the last copy or the last handful of copies now have you since then found any proof that this item does exist <laughs> that you didn't dream it i i i'm reasonably sure Can that this actually happened because i wanted to i l- remember looking up Wait, what Seven are the two inch ones? frames. Can I just also because I don't want to just assume that we know the song Three Little Pigs. What is the sound of the song The Skeleton Dance? Is anyone it's willing bones to clanking. I like is oh, it like I a Well no, it just had a cool in I was more gonna buy it and buy one of those record frames and like hang it on a wall. Oh, sure. Because it had the guys like doing the dance. It's a thing from the twenties. It's like a really early black and white. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. And it's in one of the windows right now for Halloween. You got it. Very excited by I that, went Jason. Skeleton dance. <laughs> yeah, oh, when I got, we were leaving. Yeah, it does exist. Okay. Uh, you can get it for like thirty-five bucks on eBay. It was for okay. record store day. I'm sorry, they, this does sound cool, but Disney doing record store day yeah. stuff. I mean, that's yeah. very still funny. Yeah. To me. They're that's doing very so much. Funny. They go so hard on that now. Yeah. Well, I like... found I found the ten inch uh, rare. Someday my prince will come. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's the monkey's uncle outtakes. It's the monkey uncle demo. It's, it's and then they pressed it on uh, an orange vinyl. <laughs> 
<laughs> we did uh, Musker and Clemens on Blank Check at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of just, I kept on stewing back on the like, it is kind of astonishing how successfully in the last 10 years Disney has been able to sell Disney as simultaneously being kind of alt. You yeah, know? Yeah. That, they like, find a way. Right. That like the, the Hot Topic is just kind of a different Disney store now. Mm-hmm. Well, and that they can do all these like vinyl releases that are like manufactured by Disney. Yeah. And people, that, like Nightmare yeah, Before vinyl. Christmas maybe just reads as like this cool retro movie. Have you ever heard right. of it? It's kind of this art film. I think that was their entryway. That they had this movie that like Disney was embarrassed by and that kind of underperformed and then people reclaimed and then Disney figured out how to monetize and then they were like, could we do this with everything? Yes. Could we simultaneously sell like aerial dolls to little girls, but also sell like notebooks that look like VHS clamshells and go mm-hmm. like, I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like a 90s kid. I that call- is the canniest move. I, yes. I, and I saw a Toy Story one. I came so I close almost, to buying that. I, I came was, so close no, to buying that. we like them too. These things aren't bad. They, no, do, they do do them right. They're clever. Yeah. I mean, my sister is like, my sister works in food and like Ratatouille is like a big movie for us. Huh. And a couple years ago, I got her for her birthday like, Four very cool things that they had made where it was like, you know, a, a, a recipe book, a fill in your own recipe book that looks like a perfect replica of the Gusto book. Oh, and then cool. it was like a jar that looks like the jar they have in the restaurant and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I was like, this is just so smart to make the products that are either like replicating a form factor or a thing you have emotional attachment to. Or here's a practical version of the thing in the movie that you can now hold like. Every yeah. time I see the like, oh, it's like a mug that's chip as a cup. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, best product ever. Like, so smart, so obvious. I have that. Yeah. 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 We have, right. We have Cogsworth in the apartment. That's oh, another cool. one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, all of those when it's just like you can own the real thing. Yeah. And it does sort of what it's supposed to yeah. do. The lapel pin of the up grape soda bottle cap. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yes. Oh, why are you... Why? Well, How could you? can't have this the, too the, emotional. The fucking Monsters University hats are like the perfect uh, example of just like... Hits. Those yeah. hats are bigger than that movie is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it just is because it's like, well, it's a movie where the hat has importance. So if you're going to walk into a Disney store and look at like a wall of 800 hats, you can get the one that has a logo on it mm-hmm, or you can yeah. get the one that immediately makes you like part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. They should like any... If it's important in the movie it should exist as a physical item you know it'll it'll work out well shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. sign up for your free 60-day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code pod That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. 
And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, um, I, okay, here's, here's something, maybe, maybe a little shift we can take here just to make sure that, w- that we do it. I feel like we should talk about these games okay. and yeah, we should talk course. about them from the gameplay perspective. And so mm-hmm. we can step through it and we'll, and we'll reveal how, how we did because this was a, a good like, like, oh, this is a chant with this, this four of us. We weren't quite in the same car, but on the same vehicle. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a little face off that, that happened. But I feel like it was like a chance to put our skills uh, to the test and display anything that we knew about how to do uh, this ride and how to do these games. Uh, um, I, uh, Mike and I were together. Uh, Jason and Griffin were together. Correct. And the ride had barely been going uh, before Mike and I are murmuring to each other and backseat driving what you guys are doing. As we look back, we can see where you guys are. Wow. And we like we turn to each other without even... We just knew exactly what the other was thinking, which is like they're doing the practice rounds. They're doing the practice rounds. They're going to blow their energy. Big mistake, I they're, say. Uh, they're, they're wearing down their wrists already. Yep. This is something we learned, Rookie. I feel like, a long time ago. Yep. Don't do the practice Don't rounds. Don't do the practice round. Rookie mistake, in fact, I think. It's filling up on bread. Yeah. Why do it? I mean, you mm-hmm. guys did do better than us. That is, and said that is how it ended up playing out. Yeah, that, that, that Mike and I did, did better than, than Griffin us, Jason. and Griffin smoked my ass. <laughs> but then Griffin and I both did very well on web slingers. Yes, because my yes. web slingers trick is you just uh, punch. I I you adapted punch like that venom as shooting oh, the right, webs on right. the back of his hands, right. not the right. underside. Right. Of I hands. just started doing like air drums. Yes. I just started at okay. a certain point. Just yeah, just anything. Mm. That's what I've heard. Just wave indiscriminately. Yeah, then, but even yeah. at the beginning, I was I was being diligent and doing the thwip hands, and even st- I I don't know. That's what you want yes. to do. No, yeah. I thought mm. I was doing really well on the ride because I hadn't been on it in so long that I forgot like what the the levels of success are and yeah, I was yeah. smoking Jason. I was like, am I fucking, have I gotten great at this? <laughs> and then we check in afterwards. I was like, Oh no, you guys smoked both of us. We didn't come yeah. anywhere close to anything. Do we even nobody the the day or nobody like, super no none like, of us no, blew no, anyone no. out of the water. It. Yeah. I did extra good for my normal score uh, for sure, but I wasn't in any of it. I never do better than like the top score. That de- like you, uh, <laughs> there's people that are so good at the game. There's no I, reason to yeah. build it up too much. We might as well just and we can maybe say figure out how we got there. Sure. Uh, the uh, uh, in ascending score orders. Yeah. Uh, uh, or oh, I guess which way should I do? Mike was Mike was number one. I was number one. Uh, I was number two. Griffin was number three. Yeah. Jason was uh, last. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Mike, I believe your score put you. At, you were the only one who graduated from beaver to cat. You were a cat. I got a cat. Is it beaver? But I think the beaver I usually looks get, cooler. I don't disagree with <laughs> that. There's a fun friend. Uh, I usually get the yeah, yeah. I usually get That's the beaver. Um, but no, I got a I'm cat. vastly, the vast majority uh, of, of my trips have been the beaver. This is also the only context in which the four of us would casually be bragging <laughs> about getting the beaver. I got, <laughs> yeah, I'm always getting beaver. Right. Like, this is the kind of thing that would sound really well, gross if anyone... Look, uh, you go on the ride, you do a jerk-off motion, and at the end, you get the beaver, okay? <laughs> the co- you do a constant flick. Yeah. Your you wrist hurts a lot. And then like, 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 yeah, well, they, I you, they, the that beaver. thing you do when your coworkers, yeah. you know, they're at it again. Jeez right. Louise. <laughs> Uh, Look, I'm not quitting until I get the beaver, okay? <laughs> Think about heading down to Anaheim this weekend. Maybe I'll end up getting some beaver. <laughs> 
Uh, look, the only time I've ever said that word on this podcast was when I was referring to the famous Jerry Mathers character that I'm so fond of. Okay, now that's a wholesome way wow. to like, the use that Lapped word. Colonel yeah. Clink. Jerry uh, Mathers reference. Yeah, well, although, you know who actually has he the Jerry Mathers away. reference from this podcast is Scott, I believe. Yeah, because I'm the house that I was born into, the first house I lived as a baby, was m- sold from uh, Jerry Mathers to my parents. Who played wow. the beaver on an old show. His who nickname played, was yeah, the yeah, beaver, which was not a... You don't explain this to me, I right? Know, I, just, I, I was getting a little insulted. Maybe there's a felt. new listener who okay. doesn't know. But the house was getting sold then, like a decade later, there had been multiple people in the house by that point, and we went to... You know, my dad was like, you should see the first house that you lived in. And there was a little, like, makeshift plaque that called it the beaver house. <laughs> <laughs> Despite it being a house he moved into in, what, 1979? Uh-huh. Like, I don't think this was... And, like, a perfectly plain house. I I will say I did just do the check during Mather 73. I think Mm. not at risk. So yeah, of the of the blank uh, the uh, PTR curse. My mom regularly tells me what the guy Tony Dow who played Beaver's brother Wally what he's up to because she follows him on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> so this is what I, this is my life still to because this day. Because I think Eddie Haskell passed away recently. I'm forgetting yes, the actor's did. name. Uh, Eddie Haskell yes. did pass away. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm also blanking on the actor's name. Um, so but did, we did lose Eddie Haskell. I don't know that we talked about Eddie Haskell recently though. My dad, Eddie Haskell, I feel like is still one of my father's favorite references in a, yeah. in a Colonel Clink kind of way of just referring to someone with Eddie Haskell behavior. Yeah, you're bringing true. friends around. You're like, this guy's a real Eddie Haskell. <laughs> he's got some Eddie Haskell vibes. Yeah. I don't yeah, buy what he's selling. Yeah. Who's that reference today? Does young Sheldon have a ne'er-do-well, a slightly ne'er-do-well friend? Well, but the thing with Eddie Haskell was that he was a ne'er-do-well who was so good at sucking up to everyone yeah. around yes, him. that's right. Okay, right. Okay. It was yeah, the yeah. balance of the two where it's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not... The the insincerity of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there no one can no one's been able to touch Haskell's lane at all? You really think about it? Uh, he, he retired uh, unopposed. Retired his jersey. Do you um, do you have? It's I I feel so stupid that I have never thought about not wasting your energy on the practice round, and yet every time I do that ride. Uh, you know, and I do it less frequently than you guys, but I certainly never sure. go to Disneyland without going on it or World. I never go to the parks without going on that ride because yeah, I want to see my best friends. Of course. Um, every single time, by the time I get to the the final round where it's just hit as many times as you can, I'm like spent. Yeah, yeah exactly. oh, it's exhausting. Really right. awful. And to into the like. And I'm good up until that point, and then I'm just like losing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, you know, Jason, your reference, we're talking about any crossover between this attraction and uh, uh, sexual acts. <laughs> there is something about the way that that finishes, where yes. like it, it it like finishes with a, like a big torrent <laughs> and then an explosion, <laughs> and then everybody leans back in their chairs right. like, oh. Well, you're absolutely. like, okay. you're like thrown, it's like the Jerry Seinfeld bit, like you're thrown right. clear <laughs> afterward. Like your body literally well, has to move away from. And everyone sort of has their own style, but essentially your strategy <laughs> is you're going to develop a rhythm that you maintain for most of the ride, and then you get to that final one, and you start speeding up, and the intensity increases. Yeah, and then faster right. and faster and faster, right. more right. urgency, right. yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you're then... likely to get the best score if you're an active listener. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Listen to right. what the what they're telling you to right. do. And then you just, you have that moment where you can literally just release your hands, finally release your grip, and just go, ah. And that, but then also you start to actually feel like what position you might have been in that was odd. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And you yes. go, oh, my, my leg or my arm I does hurt. I shouldn't hurt. have done I shouldn't have been I in that position. 
that. And I was it like, did you, did you like take some risks, but maybe you did worse in yeah. taking the risk and you should have just aimed for a solid performance? Right. Yeah, you, you should have right. just stuck with what works. And right. what, and what I'll we say know, just what from we my like. experience, you know, predominantly there's that feeling then immediately where you look at the screen in front of you and go, what am I looking at? You know, there's the immediate, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's bullseye? You sort of lose. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, you lose context sometimes. <laughs> right. What? You like wake up again. I'm yeah, seeing yeah. a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I got the beaver? Yeah. This horse is, there's an army man yelling at me. Huh? Says he's proud? Oh, okay. But he's not my mom? Weird. That's, that's another thing. When you made your Sarge reference at the beginning of the episode, I got confused for a second. And then I realized for the first time as a Pixar fanatic that there are two Pixar Sarges. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, who, who yeah. Near-identical personalities. Right. right. Obviously, same color scheme. Both have decent presences in the parks. Mm-hmm. Similar Sarge. voices. I mean, it's the Paul voice Dealey. of Sarge? Paul Dooley is Car Sarge. Oh, Arlie wow. Army is mm-hmm. Toy Both Story Sarge. Both great character actors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are but good. But I just like that they just went back to that well, and they were like, I don't know, another militant guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're talking, like... General strategy sure. on, on on this attraction, the like, I guess like the, it is similar to maybe to a lot of these kinds of rides mm-hmm. or and, and to to web slingers. Is it the same? Where like, do you want to just like flail around, do as much as possible? Like I don't know, there's no real story. Or do you? Is it better to aim for uh, smaller targets, secrets? I, I think it just depends on on your skill level. Yes. I, I'm a smaller target secret guy, and I feel mm. like I I always tell myself like, oh, look up the secrets before you go on, and I always forget to. But I yeah. definitely I try to like, I my accuracy is always very low. Mm-hmm. I try to shoot as much as I can, mm-hmm. but I'm saving those shots for the harder targets, for better or worse, by and large. Mm. If I yeah. feel like it's been a little while and I haven't gotten anything, I'm like, maybe let me go down to the easier ones, knock out a couple quick points, and then go back up to the little guys. Yes, sure, sure. I think you can really rack up points with quantity on the lower ones. Yes. But mm-hmm. I think where I get competitive is like, I want to get those high veil. Like of I, course. I, mm-hmm. I, even, le- even maybe even more competitive than with the person next to me yeah i'm like i want to get that airplane that's really far away or i want to get hard the one that's moving you know what yourself you want it for yourself here's another thing this ride has on web slingers web slingers it's just all of those goddamn spider bots who essentially look the same with Mm. almost no variation and then you end each room with like a major spider bot right the targets are so different in this and there is that fun kind of like they react differently you know, there's the added yes. bonus to, like, if you get a harder target, you get a little fun animation. Maybe a little alien launches, and you know? There, and there's also an ASMR aspect to it, too. Yes. There's a very satisfying, like, the plate breaking is very satisfying noise. The balloon yes. popping is very satisfying. Like, when I hear it, when I've right. done it, I, like, I, I feel good. Like, there's some extra level oh, of chasing, it. Yeah. And, and the variation like, is really valuable. The fact that you're changing sort of materials, projectiles every time. Yes. And that it does still feel kind of tangible to you. Everything flies a little differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. You do have to, it's a little adjust. Right. Like, uh, this thing doesn't launch in the same way. Right. And this it, is blunter. And, I mean, it, it's interesting, Jason, I never had noticed that it was a cannon before now. But it is such an odd, like, weapon. Because it's not like Astro Blasters or uh, Men in Black where you just have, like, a gun. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or Spider-Man where you're just flailing your arms around. Right. It's like this odd pull string mechanism that 
it's it seems bizarre, but there's something about it being this one central thing that doesn't represent any of the activities better or worse than any others, if that makes any sense. It's funny we're talking about this that this ride, perhaps, and the whole relationship. It, it, it's all about Disney uh, maintaining their relationship with Steve Jobs and everything getting yeah. better. But there's, like a, there's an Apple level of simplicity yes. into the single button and now to the no buttons that we had, like how much you're able to do on all these devices but with very little. But the aerodynamics of a ring are different from a projectile that you're shooting or throwing a dart or whatever. You're still using the same physical motion, but the as you said, like the arc of it as you're launching it, you mm -hmm. have that adaptation process mm -hmm. every time of like, I got to adjust. But how do they yeah. possibly land on this single thing that is meant to represent throwing a dart or launching right. an egg or a, or a rubber dart. It's, it's so many things. Like, and it's not... Is there a real game that has a pull string thing? Is, does that have a basis in something? No, but it's what you said, right? That it was yeah, taken it was from, from this Pirates of the Caribbean thing? Yeah, I, I mm. think that's, that's just where the early version like a ship started. Cannon, right? and that's yeah. like a fuse a little bit on a... Right, that must yeah. be... Yeah. And, I, and Jim and Lem pointed out, like, it is amazing that this thing looks like string, like a yes. pull string and people are yanking on them all day long, <laughs> and they always seem to be in pretty good shape. I think that took a yeah, lot of engineering. That's a great call, because that's also, this is the kind of ride where you imagine, like, if I go on this in two years, it's going to be gnarly. It's going to be like... Well, it's like Astro Blasters, yes, where it's like yes. sometimes you get a really bad gun There's and Astro Blasters battle hanging. Damage. Yeah, yes. it's hanging down, <laughs> and you're like, it doesn't even fit in the, the holder yes. anymore. Right. Yeah, but they always work. I've never had, like... we. I think the first game when we were just playing, we were like, is this a little off today? But, like, you, it's always consistent and you're not, and you're not dealing with, like, oh, this one's frayed. Right, you yeah. know, For, there's I not even just on a on a tactical level of terms of what you're engaging with any mm -hmm. degradation. I really sense there. It always really works, and there's never you never. Sometimes a round will end, and you'll go, "Oh, that was it," especially compared to who you're sitting with. Mm -hmm. But you never like bomb out. You get enough satisfaction. You're getting those sounds that you want, Mike. Like it's you, you like even in one that's a little lesser. It's not like, well, I didn't hit anything. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like impossible. Yes. Right. Right. It does pass that sort of like eight to eighty test, and it also just is fun it's like aesthetically pleasing there's such a variety the music is so upbeat you yeah. have your nice toy friends saying like great job mm -hmm. <laughs> they yeah. always say great job that's yeah. right it's very encouraging right mm -hmm. it's not like too quippy yeah it doesn't feel like they're overloading jokes they're letting you focus on the task at hand yeah yes yeah. and they're not throwing too much at you which yeah. is what all these other rides generally do yeah because if there's an element and i've said like Obviously, Transformers is a screen ride that throws a lot at you, but you don't have to shoot. If you had to right. shoot on Transformers as well, right. it'd be insane. Mm -hmm. Right. But and this is simple. It stays in one spot. Yes. And it's just, yeah, it's clean and easy. And Astro Blasters and, uh, what's is Men in Black called? Alien Attack? Alien Attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have the benefit of it being like a classical dark track ride. Mm -hmm. So whether or not you're doing well in the game, you're still getting the experience of going through a cool themed Doom area. Space. Yes, yeah. right. Right. Like, the Toy Story thing felt like, oh, this is the beginning of something new, and then no one else has really done it successfully since then. Right. I think yeah, maybe because there's something about, I think, again, where you come back to that, it's a construct 
thing where like you don't you don't think about that really that you're just landing at TV after TV. Right. But oddly, if the ride is trying to do something more immersive than that, then yes. you just think, well, I'm just going from TV to TV. I'm so yeah. much more aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. And in like Spider-Man 2, I think I was saying this on the, epi- the, uh, the uh, Marvel episode. Um, it's like they don't put any villains in it. The, the which bad. is which is weird, but yeah. then okay, so it's relentless spider bots. If it was just maybe like spider training, and this one, like one level is like we're shooting what I was saying before, like yeah. taking the barrel and whipping it, and it's like a much simpler static task. Well, I bet it might be more satisfying. What is to that do also it. getting at, Mike? Too, it's lowering the stakes. It's not putting the pressure on you. It's not making it feel like a swarm game. It's not like Peter yeah. Parker like saying like ah, I fucked up. You have to fix this for me, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like hey, I'll teach you how to be Spider Man. Yeah, even if right. there is a scoring system there, it's sure. like that's the kind of let me relax. Tell me I'm gonna do yeah. a good job right yeah. if we're not gonna do if, if we're not gonna get attacked by the hobgoblin right and we're not gonna Which, do any of that might be weird right shit with the may, sony disney deal like very who fucking possible. knows who they can and can't use yes very possible but if we're not gonna do that yes right. a simpler spider-man training simulation with points right if he was like mr stark made me this training facility this is like spider-man's danger room right yes sure which, and it's like you have robots coming at you, but they're not mm-hmm. just a, a thousand of the same little thing. It's different types of tests. Yes. By the way, if it was Danger Room ride and it was I we got mean, to wear the visor, I mean, Jason and I would uh, wait, wait. we would it, be it like as orgasmic as at the end you know? of Toy Story Mania. <laughs> it, it just really kind of feels like the Web Slingers concept should be applied to the Danger Room. Sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I, I've yeah. said before I want Cyclops' visor on yeah. this ride, but that's again. Maybe not gonna because of rights. I don't know. I don't Although know. Iron Man's, you can get his repul. You buy his repulsor, so I guess you can use Iron Man on this. Yeah, we were looking at the all the. Well, I mean, this this isn't a web slingers episode. I'm sorry. I, you know. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I, I was like, I'm not like racing to do one. So if we want to do a mini one, yeah, I, I want to get better I mean, at web slingers. Also, if you, I, yeah, I want to get better. I at would it. like to do it a bunch of times and figure out like how to do the satisfying yeah. things that I supposedly can do. I mean, your line, Scott, when we walked off was like, I don't think I'd be capable of doing an episode after that. I don't think I really could process what was happening. I would have to. Yeah, a lot of ride throughs, a lot of videos yeah just uh also just down that carthay manhattan also so it's just i don't know i just uh i'm just not sorry what I, happened i think that might have helped though i don't know yeah yeah um but yeah i just all that stuff it's like it's overthinky and i'm sure they put a lot of thought into toy story but like it feels like they didn't overthink Seems like some of this, some of this older Imagineering, and I don't mean because you never want it to be like it was only good uh, before. But we're Mm -hmm. talking about things in two thousand eight and ten and twelve. Yeah, right. Uh, And it's and we praise things when they are good when they come out now. So it's not cut and dry like that. But it does. I do just think about this guy Kevin Rafferty. How he seems like. uh, his aim is a lot, a lot of thought then in the most simple pet. Like, like yes. it comes back around yes. to simplicity and then, but, but so much is put into what seems like a simple breezy experience. And I feel like lately there's a lot more of these things that are like, Oh yeah, the complication of it is showing, and they think I, yes. that's part of the appeal. Look how much work we've done. Like I, I, I had not done. I'd done neither Galaxy's Edge nor Avengers Campus. I was doing it for the first time with you guys, and uh, you know, I, I had had, 
I've read less about Avengers Campus. I've been waiting very long to go to Galaxy's Edge and have read all the waves of response on everything. You yeah, know, yeah. tried to do Rise without spoilers, but certainly the response to the land and, like, the obvious complaints of, like, why Why is are you not putting all the classic stuff in here? Why aren't we getting to see everything we want to see? Why is it a new planet? Why is it more focused on the Disney or all this sort of stuff? And I was like, I don't think that's going to bug me. I like these Disney movies more than most people. I just want to walk around Star Wars land. And I get there and I did feel the absence of all these things. And then we walked over to Avengers Campus. It was not very crowded the day we were there. I think that area is probably super underwhelming if you have to deal with a lot of hassle to go through it. Mm -hmm. But the second we walked there, we saw three superheroes. Like we walked there, we were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, there's Shang-Chi. Oh, look, Captain Marvel's over there. Wasp is up there on the ledge. And then we left and then we came back through to get like drinks. And then we were like... Oh, Captain Mer Thor's there. Loki's on the ledge. And the then the third time we came by, other. we saw like a different combination of three superheroes. And you're just like, man, that really fucking works that you just walk through this Marvel area, mm -hmm. which is visually the least interesting thing in the world because mm -hmm. all Marvel movies look like like concrete military bases now, mm -hmm. right? All your favorite shades of gray and brown are right. here. Right. Like it, it, it looks very boring during the day and they don't have enough well defined Marvel landmarks to even be able to replicate. Hmm. Like, now that they've gotten rid of the Avengers Tower and all these things yeah. in the movies and whatever, they should just fucking build the tower. Well, it's forever. a different... It's the Marvel theme park universe, right? Right. Well, that's how they... So it's a different... Because yeah. Tony Stark's not dead in, right. in this, so they could. It, they should. And, yeah. like... But, but even still... The characters being there goes such a long way. Oh, just yeah. having them walking around. And I think that so much of the Toy Story Mania value, too, is just like they have these other rides where it's like Astro Blasters is essentially just a ride of like the Buzz Lightyear in universe. Buzz Lightyear, the real man, not the action figure, right? Like right. that's what Astro Blasters <laughs> is. Actually, yeah. It is. Wow, it that is. idea kind yeah. of is. It's around the same time that they do that Star Command cartoon show. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like between that and the opening of Toy Story 2 and the stuff that's now, you know, going to be retconned by the <laughs> Chris Evans movie. Uh, <laughs> and quality. Right. But then you have things like Slinky Dog Dash or whatever, where it's like, well, you're like covering like one tiny sliver of Toy Story. There's so much representation. These movies are so big. There's so many characters that can do so many things. This is the one ride where you just kind of get to see everybody. Yeah. And even mm -hmm. though it's still mostly screen-based, it's like, well, but it's just, it's top-tier animation and really good voice work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because, like, yeah, if you, it's your movie, yeah. you want to see everyone. Right. It's just it's, nice to spend time with everyone. Like, I, you know, I came out here when the ride had opened, and I was, like, begging friends to go. And they were like, why do you care so much about this? And I was like... You don't understand. I haven't been able to see my friends for like nine years. <laughs> you know, it like really was a thing for me where it was just like for so long, it felt like Toy Story 3 was never going to get made because of the legal stuff. Mm -hmm. And even though I knew at that point it was going to open, I was just like to be able to like sit there and see them again felt yeah. so big to me. You and, know, and they're behaving like themselves. They're correct. They're correct. Right. I, in terms of complications. Yeah. Uh, I think the complicated stuff is all behind the scenes. Like, mm -hmm. I read an Internet Archive uh, article from the website Design News, and it's all about, like, there's three big computer systems. There's a system for the vehicles, there's a system for the games, there's a mm -hmm. system for the special effects, and they all work together, and they all, like, there's a lot of automation going on. There's a lot of, like, fail-safes where it's like, oh, the way these ride vehicles move 
If they don't land in the same exact spot every time, that's okay because the computer will auto-correct it and you won't even notice yeah. it. And it, it, to think that this cost, it only cost $80 million to then develop this like yeah. stuff they had never done before. And uh, it... I, I mean, inflation being what it is, but like you th you hear the price tag that each rise of the resistance cost five hundred million, and those are also very impressive. But it's right. almost like I don't. There are parts reading about how they execute everything on Toy Story Mania where I'm like, well, this is almost more impressive. It makes it all the more wow. surprising they don't refresh it every five years. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. like it's the, the heavy thing. duty work's yeah. already been done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is really, like, do new animation and come up with a new, yeah. Well, here's a, because yeah, I'm going to propose sort of game by gaming it a little bit. And I I think what maybe one issue is, like, what do you get rid of? Uh, well, yeah. I, not to say it's yeah. going to be forever, but, like, that, you know, is it just, does that Trixie slot have to be that one is for the new? Not, not necessarily, but I also, like, I do think, I don't know the inner workings of this. Yeah. But I do feel like they could be like we have a rotation of ten now. Well, yeah, like a star, oh, yeah, like star tours. And then there's no replace. You, you aren't even thinking about replace. Right. Yeah. Maybe you don't know what you're going to get. Seasonal, or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, or seasonal you don't know which ones idea. you're going to. Right. But like, it just feels like you could go like this year we're adding two, we're removing this one. Yeah. But nothing's ever like sort of <laughs> permanently might be retired. Mater just drove by. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that like. I, it's probably a victim of it being too popular still I think also so. because like no they don't, do don't do see yeah. the reason yeah. it. it'd be better if they just like put some static figures on the on California Screamin' of the Incredibles to like try to get the numbers up on that you know what? it is to, yeah. I'm also guessing that the updates the the adding uh, Buttercup to Ham and the Dino one were probably done at the same time as the originals I, and they just held on to them for two years until the movie had come out I would not be surprised they probably no. that was probably oh, all so done close at once. To, and now they'd have to like crack it all open again Cause, right because like Monsters After Dark was started like they that was being developed concurrently right right which I bet right. is gotcha. yeah, the time right that that's you like like let's slip Once it in again, let's slip I'm it just in. like you had a decade there's yeah. nine years between toy story three and four and that movie kept on getting delayed and was a problem they only had more and more time to like right. throw stuff in there and now yeah. that the movie like the characters have been well received and forky's here to stay it's just like they the, and like they, they I want could, a Forky talk. I want a game you where just you're throwing. See Forky. You're really just my best You want to hang out with Forky a yes. little bit. Are you throwing lots forks? of Forkies? I don't know. No, you know you what? No, for, you should shoot forks. Well, you could do that, but also the other thing, obviously, is that Forky loves trash. Yes, Shooting sure. Trash. There's Shooting an obvious trash. sort of trash game where you're trying to throw trash in the bins. Trash. I right. feel like yeah. trash, trash. Mm. Interesting. Trash, trash, he's trash. Tra you're trying to get them get it get trash to Forky. Right. He's in the can. He keeps on popping up in cans, and you're trying to. Is yeah. it different kinds of? So uh, I is it like? I just came up with this idea. So let's. Well, no, I, but like, I, is it, yeah. it would have to be consistently the same trash. I assume. Like, so would it be like crumpled up paper? That's or what like, I'm picturing okay. in my mind. Yeah, sort of a crumpled up basic. Ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not banana peels or something. Well, <laughs> one thing fun. I read that they didn't do, like they they had a bunch of potential games because you know they're trying to correspond it to real with real midway games. Right. And the one was the you know uh, it, at uh, not a simulated midway at a meal real midway. You fire the water and your horse or your whatever runs along mm -hmm. the oh, race. Yeah. They talked about 
doing that with that bullseye. with Rex. And I'm with like, Rex? That what would be bullseye? You fun. got a fucking horse. <laughs> huh? He's a horse. He said bullseye is the horse. That, that the would actually thing. be the, like, that's the game is that, usually a horse race. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Re I feel like Rex upstages bullseye a lot. Yeah, Isn't Rex well, the Rex bigger talks. character? Rex, Rex is the bigger talks. character. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. that. Couldn't they rate? Couldn't the both of them race Look, or something? Bullseye's somehow? another like, character who I think is sort of was given a bad shake <laughs> i mean that's probably fair mm. also that game like the racing you know kind of game nothing is destroyed a lot of these are destroying balloons or plates oh sure or, sure sure know, sure sure it's such a different yeah you'd have to like shoot the horses and then right that's not gonna be good <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh there was a there was an early pitch that was trying to knock down mr potato head and make his pieces come off in a mm -hmm. dunking booth kind of way oh, and then that that fun. helps them land on I don't know if you want to shoot at the characters. I think yeah. that's weird. I think it's got to be these. And it's not even characters at all, really. Right. Besides the army men who, like, want that. They want to get hit with the rings so they can fly away. They want it. Um, yeah, and the they're alien, also, the aliens. Like, the aliens. Wait, what did I say? You said army, army men. men. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, aliens. Yeah. But but you do you do have, like, army men in that, too, where it's just like, the, oh, those are, like, kind of the the grunt characters. Mm -hmm. You know where they're just like ill defined, so right, and they're there. just legion, like yeah. But it does help that the the our hero characters are all sort of playing like Barker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even really in it. They're running the game for you, which yeah. is sort of what they. I yeah, I think the idea like w was probably more like it, this is sort of in the line of the the Simpsons ride where like it's booths and the characters are there and they stay at the booth. Right. And that was probably more the idea was something like that. Like, do you, do you land at a booth and like step right almost the way Mr. Potato Head is uh, outside. Um, but then instead, yeah, it's, it's these like brief appearances and they slide out of the way because you don't yeah. want them around consistently. Uh, um, let me, all right. So let me, let me throw out a couple cause we can talk about secrets a little bit too. Or how are you, how are you, right. you good at these things? First things, uh, ham and, and buttercup, you're throwing eggs. Right. It's ham like little wooden simulators yeah. of uh, barnyard animals. What is the, what's the secret here? It involves the barn. Yeah. The bar, this one, I, I always forget. Cause I know, I know the volcano one and I know the, um, the, the, the rocket, the rocket, excuse me. Um, yes. yeah. So, but the barn one. This is I have it, I have it in I've been waiting to look it up and now I'm not in my right spot. No, oh, sure. Um, now everyone's waiting for me. I will say at <laughs> like the time up. they <laughs> you're losing oh, points. Just hold on a second, everyone. Just <laughs> practice. For a moment. You're not going to be best in vehicle at this rate. At the time they added this, I, I it 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 kind of warmed my heart because Buttercup and Ham only get to meet at the very end of Toy Story Three. Uh, then there's, like, a little after credit, like, bit when they're doing all the sort of, like, odds and ends, little, like, blackout jokes in the end credits of that movie to Randy Newman's Academy Award winning song, uh, We Belong Together, <laughs> um, where you're like, oh, these guys are a good match. Like, Makes sense. not just these two characters, but, like, Ratzenberger and Garland, a similar comic energy. It's funny to have these two guys. Yes. Right, where it's nice that you're like, oh, you get to, like, watch the two of them being buddies. Yeah. You know, that they're also, on the same they're page. They're operating, they're running a business together. Right, it's fun. Nice feeling. It's yeah. fun, as opposed to all the other ones where you're just like, well, obvious pairing. You know, like... Mm. Trixie and Rex, I guess, is the same thing, too, where you're, like, destined, right. here we go. They're from the same line. They, but they've done more tix, Trixie Rex stuff since this. Yeah. yeah. So this is the start of it, which is nice. Yeah. 
Um, I found it. Hit, yeah. You have to hit the 500-point gophers at the bottom of the screen and make sure to hit the fox on the hen house in the bottom corner as well. Next, you want to aim for the 100-point pigs on the lower fence. Once you've cleared them, a cat will appear in the same general area with a 500-point value. Continue to repeat the process, and each time the cat target point value will increase from 500 to 1,000 to 2,000. So it's a very That's specific smart. order you have to do. Yes. Yeah, okay. But look for this cat, maybe. The cat is, point. yes... Um, and then it tells you you should have like 50,000 points by the end of this. But there's nothing that like opens it. There's no like big ticket item where I, I, I in my head, like the That's barn what opens want. up right. or something. Um, it doesn't am I making that up? say that on here. That might be the case. I just found one. This is the one site I think I've been to before. But maybe, yeah, maybe there's a different secret that I'm not even aware of. These are sure. like sequences and Easter eggs that like if you don't do them in the game or you, you aren't aware of them, it doesn't detract from your enjoyment. It's no, just which is fun little key. secrets. Yeah. Right. Um, that maybe increase your score, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe in the pursuit of it, you can end up doing worse that's because yeah. you're trying so yeah. hard to get the secret. It's not dissimilar to one buzz like your if you know the color codes. Mm-hmm. Like like, oh, this color target is worth more points than this color target. That was the earlier iteration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's yeah, you would never know. It's not like you get upset because it's just as fun to play without a secret. But once I learned the secrets, I was elated. Not yep. not this one because I didn't know it, but mm-hmm. the ones now, that I know. Now I think that well, here's so let's we'll go into round two, which is Rex and Trixie's Dino Darts. Uh, uh, it's all kind of centered around a volcano, mm-hmm. and balloons are flying around, and you're hitting them with darts. And the secret is. Thin strips of lava, uh, you want to hit those, and lava that balloons. causes the volcano to erupt with, with balloons. Mm-hmm. Now, that one, I think we both knew, and we were both trying to get it, and we did both, I think, help each other. I think it was a very good round for both of us, because I think if, if both people in your party are, are going for it, then mm-hmm. it, it can benefit, but it not, it's not just the person trying to get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't even get to the point, because if you get all those balloons, then meteors appear. Oh yeah, oh, I don't think wow. I, yeah, I don't think I knew it went that. And far. those are even more; those are worth more points. And we did not get to that point. Yeah, there. Yeah. So that's an, an extra level of mm-hmm. success. Now I've also seen this tip about it um, that potentially you, it is possible that you can do better if you are flying solo. If you, there is not mm-hmm. a person in the seat next to you. Interesting. Uh, and I was I got curious. Uh, about previous scores that I have gotten. And I have two photos at different times where I took a photo of the, sc- the screen after because I got the cat. A rare instance of getting a cat and not getting beaver. Yeah. And in both instances, I was by so, myself. I'm sorry, just to clarify, you didn't get the beaver, you got the pussy? I, yes. <laughs> 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 felt like it was, it was being left so, on the table. Is yes. that officially no, no, the no, bodiest yeah, thing that's I, ever no. been said on this planet? Failed to get beaver, did end up getting pussy. <laughs> can't uh, even did say up, it. Did end up uh, pulling away from the mic upon saying This singing. is Patreon only uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> so this I'm, is Monsters After Dark. PTR yeah. Monsters <laughs> After Dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I went down to Anaheim Solo to get the pussy. Uh <laughs> And it, and it so worked unnatural. out. <laughs> you, like, you, you winced while you said I, I that. I can't. Yeah, I can't. He transforms even, uh, into a different character as well, like different body language. And it's like a whole thing. It has to happen to, to have that word come up. Staring at the ground. Just like, I'm like rubbing my hands together like I'm being a bad. You're like, like, I can't like do that. I can't Igor. commit to this. He turns to like Igor or something. His like, eyes turn black. <laughs> like the Peter Laurie voice would be appropriate. 
or that, <laughs> that special bottle at Napa Rose that he ordered. That he just, <laughs> something happens to I'm Norbit. Transforming. Uh, the, the two times you've gotten the cat. Yeah. Uh, we're we're by myself, so which indicate yeah yeah yeah, and I guess the logic there might be that the other person just gets in the way. Yeah, as yeah. With, mm. as with sex uh, mm. itself, um, <laughs> just keep it solo. Uh, <laughs> more fun. Amen. Did <laughs> <laughs> that episode go to a very strange flavor of abstinence only education? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was masturbation only. Yeah, absten- <laughs> masturbation based abstinence only. It's just I can't follow what they're talking about. Are they too horny or not horny? enough what's the, the what's ultimate the question of? from this for this podcast <laughs> strange read on all of these guys um anyway the real thing i'm saying maybe there is something to this so don't go with your friends anymore yeah. go by yourself yeah. and if with yeah. you're with your friends say no you're not getting on with that break off your friendships just end it right then and there right. yeah. yeah if there's a friendship that's teetering take them to disneyland Pay for it. It's a nice exit. Then uh, they'll like maybe have fond feelings for you, even though you say, "Hey, I don't really want to do this with you." Oh, the ride? No, the whole thing. Yeah, this is the end of the line. French. This is just my a, addiction you've been to feeling Toy it? Story Mania ruined my life. All I could do was play Toy Story Mania. <laughs> I could do nothing else. It had to be deprogrammed. Oh yeah, uh, I I was just gonna say like I would like. If somebody, sometimes like if you're on there with somebody who's like too, I don't want to play or whatever, like mm-hmm. just tell them, hey, don't even touch it. And yeah, don't touch it. You know what? It'll only help me. It's yeah. great advice. Sometimes back, if you, you don't do want to play, don't even touch it. If you don't want to play, don't even touch it. <laughs> don't even touch Podcast it. Podcast the Ride 2021. <laughs> I'm Griffin Newman. Oh, okay. Please memeify all of these quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's Make somebody, us stare at everything we said. Somebody does an out of context Twitter account for Podcast the Ride where they just take quotes mm. from what like episodes. And I don't remember anything. Yeah. I don't remember anything. But this one will be. I'll remember everything from this. <laughs> Do you guys find? Are you, I can't tell if I no longer remember anything because I've crossed whatever threshold of hours recorded or. If it's just the 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 COVID brain just done, my memory is fucked forever. It definitely accelerated the phenomenon. It, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think mm-hmm. it's maybe both at the same time. But I just really, when people quote back stuff to me from episodes, I I have no idea what they're talking about anymore. And I used to have a pretty good memory. Yeah, I I think we've had we would have to like talk about it a couple times. It would have to become like a baby Aladar. Right. That's how I gauge it. it if it becomes a baby Aladar right. in our, like right. we've mentioned it multiple times. Yeah. But yeah. That's what I, it takes now. Maybe if, it, back when we had all only done, you know, 125 episodes. Yeah. But now that we're right. at whatever the hell we're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, I, 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 I have a pretty good memory. I just, I, I, yeah, a lot of stuff I go back, I go, oh, I don't remember that. And especially when it's out of context, no clue. Yeah. It sounds unhinged when it's out of context. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, these will sound just fine, though. I think the law makes sense and seem very close. Yeah, this stuff. I'm not going to forget this episode. <laughs> this is, I'm, I will never forget this episode. Yeah, I am so I'm sweaty and tense yeah. from all this vulgarity. And well, I'm never going to forget it. I don't know if we've said we're recording in 
Scott's garage. Correct. Oh, we did yeah. lock the gates. I did and, say and this it. is our first time yeah. recording in the garage. You know, and you know what they say? The you never forget your first time. So <laughs> the cat ranch. They make it, guys. Just come yeah. over to the garage. The cat it's... ranch. Oh, uh, Dennis Hoff died. Did we mention <laughs> uh, bunny, bunny ranch cat? Whatever the hell that uh, brothel is well, called. The bunny ranch and the cat ranch are different. Establishments. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, Mister Expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know if Podcast the Ride cursed Dennis Hoff, uh, uh, owner yeah. of that brothel. I don't think we talked. Maybe we did talk Have about you, it. You haven't done a second gate episode on the Bunny Ranch, right? It's oh, one yeah, of America's we did. top attractions. One of the lunatics, we have not done a second gate <laughs> We did that long second gate series investigating the Phil Spector, Lana Clarkson right. murder, and then, then, he, mm-hmm. then he died. Yeah. We were just yeah. asking for trouble you with that 12-part series available. And you also, you, you almost cracked it. You guys came very close to cracking the to case. To figure out who yeah. really did it. Yes. <laughs> right. It's always been a little in question. To absolve I just look at Spectre and I'm like, I don't think so. He's this guy, yeah. no. He's too steady. <laughs> we got to get this guy out of jail. Yeah. And then, God damn, we couldn't do it. We We're... couldn't free the innocent Phil. It just doesn't line up with 50 prior years of extremely normal oh, behavior oh, from old Phil Spector. <laughs> pulling guns on every this, person he's ever known. I mean, he never shot them. I don't believe he would pull the if trigger. If anything, he had more practice than us who might accidentally pull a trigger yeah. the first time we pick up he a He was gun. the best at not shooting guns. In a year, I'm going to look at that Twitter account and I go, are we Phil Spector truthers? <laughs> I don't remember there saying was that one that. where we declared. And then what'll happen is there'll be a guest, and much like how you were saying that we said we never do Toy Story Midway Man, yeah. they go, Well, there was the episode where you guys, I have to confront you about it. You all believe Phil Spector was innocent. <laughs> and that's just not the case. You said he was good at guns. And we're like, I don't think we said <laughs> that. You said how the made for TV, we... made for HBO movie was David Mamet's most notorious work? <laughs> Al Pacino's finest performance? <laughs> Al Pacino's surprisingly textured in it? I found that more offensive than you absolving the actual man of murder. Very obvious. So, like, wait, so, wait, do you want to talk about King Arthur Carousel or not? No, that topic was, that was a Trojan horse. I just wanted to get here and say I really think that he did do the murder. <laughs> Well, like I, we All agree right. with you. Uh, it's really confusing. I heard you're on tape, and it's on this out of context Twitter account. What uh, else do you want? I guess you're. She's. I guess you guys aren't innocent either. Yeah. Huh. It, we should. I mean, we should. Man, it's funny this came up organically, but there was briefly the pitch that it was going to be Phil Spector's Midway Mania. <laughs> that was an early Kevin Rafferty right. idea. Right. Yeah, right. okay, you'd have to get those uh, darts past the wall of sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And each scream was. A different group that he very quickly alienated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The transitions were going to be little, little tuning radio sketches, like on that Ramones album. <laughs> you'd have to, you'd have to like, sh- you'd have to somehow like shoot orchestral parts onto "Let It Be," angering Paul McCartney. Instead of the animatronic uh, Mr. Potato Head, it's like the Christmas gift from Phil Spector going, "Thank you so much for coming to my ride." <laughs> It's open. There's a nicer future for all of us. <laughs> Never thought about that scary message. It's That's so everything right. you need to know right there. It's the most yeah. fun Christmas set. Wow, all every one of these is classic. Oh god, then this is the like muttering. That's like whenever my family asked me to put Christmas music on, I put that on and it's a hit and people Mm -hmm. go, oh, good choice, Griff, as if I haven't done it like every year for a decade. Mm -hmm. And then we get to that and there's just silence (laughs) and everyone sort of doesn't know, like, should we talk over this? 
Should we skip it? Like, <laughs> the like free the, album in the future. The devil. So should I do a spoken word on this one too? <laughs> the devil has shown up yeah. in the middle of Christmas <laughs> to wish you well, and everyone's like, "Uh oh, the devil's here." I hope you have a great Christmas. Uh. <laughs> If the devil just hops from body to body on this earth, was <laughs> yeah. he just was he specter for a while? Yeah, that was that was that was his twentieth century body. Yeah, he produced some fantastic records, <laughs> and then he also did some awful Great shit. Great artists are dark. Yeah. A Christmas gift to you from me, a Jewish murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Green Army Men Green Shoot Army Camp men. Yes. is yes. round three of, of course, the of attraction. Course. I'm not your mother. Break those oh, plates. Oh yeah, yeah. Where well, I gotta get my my What's, there's guide no, out here. There's for no that. secrets in this one. I don't think. Uh, hold on. Let me. Uh, there is. Uh, there's no secrets. Hmm. Just like Phil Spector, it was an open book. <laughs> <laughs> Clear as day. I would say I personally, this one might be the most satisfying. It's fun. The breaking the plates. Yeah. That's, there's a. There's it's digital, but there's somehow a tactile feeling to mm -hmm. it. It's and shards, yeah. It's yeah, messy. there's shards. The next one might the rings might be the most like computer programming impressive that they were able yes. to like figure that out. The arcs of it, getting yeah. up and over, up and yeah. over and items. landing yeah. and then clearing. Okay, I have the secret here. At the start, break as many of the, of the higher point plates that you can. Two 2,000-point plates will pop up on each side of the horizon. Hit them. They aren't static and will drop back down below the horizon if you don't hit them. Once the step is finished, the front of the mountain will sink to reveal a hidden army tank inside. What? After Fuck. the army tank reveal, a wave of four 2,000-point planes will pop up in succession on each side of the mountain. These two aren't static and will drop back down below the horizon if you don't hit them. Hit all eight 2,000-point plates as well as the 5,000-point plate that the tank shoots out at you and then repeat the process. Make sure to hit all of the plates that the newly revealed tank throws out at you. Wow. Wow. I, thought, I literally thought there was no secret, and I feel like I've even seen things that said, yeah, it's not really a secret on this one. The I guess tank. it's the secret is so complicated. It's very this complicated. Is, but like a, the hidden, like the real army... Shows up. Real military terrifying. shows up on the, in this ride. Sky blood red. Yeah. Uh, this is look. DisneyEveryday.com wow. has these have these secrets here. Yeah. I don't so, want this secret. That sounds like that's doomsday. It's pretty intense. Yeah. See, this is a changing times, changing tastes because this is what gaming the perception was in 2008. If you could do all of this really quick, you'll get all these extra points and bonuses and stuff. And now in 2021, the um, perception of gaming is i have called a swat team to your house because <laughs> gamers are just insane people they call swat they swat yeah so this is this yeah this swatting in this round yeah <laughs> well like uh, yeah or like uh you could you should be able to like dox someone on one of these levels no yeah yeah the social yeah it's like here's the social security that's that's the sid game yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's only oh, available at Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's like, that's right there. Like, Halloween overlay should be mutant toys, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. oh Sid's toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It'd be fun to see them again after all this time. How put lots cool in there, put you big do, baby staring right, at the moon in there. Prospector comes in for like a moment at the end yes. of the Woody and Jesse game. But like, do a, a Twisted Prospector game, Lotso, Gabby mm -hmm. Gabby, the mutant toys. Ventriloquist dummies. Yeah. yeah. 
Do yeah. it. Perfect. Those, you could shoot those off of the shelves. I think anybody would be happy to yes. just watch them. Yes. They wouldn't die either. They just would fall in that yeah. weird broken limb kind of way and yeah. stare mm-hmm. back at you. That would be great. It would be really fun shooting them. Um, um, uh, tank reminds me, too, when we were talking about how they were trying to figure out how to do this physically, there are at some amusement parks, like, bumper tanks that will shoot yes. you can shoot balls at each yes. other and in theory the tanks will then suck up the balls to use again mm-hmm. they're the most cumbersome <laughs> clumsy yeah barely work sort of thing yeah where i've never i've always wanted to do that one of those actually honestly i've never seen that ride in person i've seen those at, at, at like family fun spot kind of places in mm-hmm. like you know, middle of New Jersey, and you were looking around, and you're like, "Is this we gotta find a one death trap? It's just it, it's Jigsaw. Run this, this is Family Fun Center." Yeah, we got to get that. We got to find that. Yeah. We got to go do that. Um, what's the the, uh, the the ring toss is next? Buzz layers, flying tossers. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is my favorite one. Yeah, yeah I lo- I love this one, but it is hard. I yeah. find it hard to get the ring around the alien sometimes. It's a good burn. It's sometimes a good I get burn. Stu- sometimes I get like real frustrated because yeah. I'm like just not in the in the groove. You it's it's, it's, the, it it's the most challenging one, but that makes it fun. It's such a, a difference in the physics yes. from all the other ones, but I also just like the being able to unlock all the animation from the aliens. It's just, oh, yeah. it's just yeah. so This is where I shined. Mm-hmm. This is where I pulled ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? You there was a big jump in this. I, I, I huge jump. This. Yeah, yeah. I was. Okay. I've never done better this level. Yeah. Because um, you. Yeah. You have to get all the uh, aliens off of that rocket ship, and then the rocket ship blasts off. Mm-hmm. And then there's a and giant there's a mouth opening. Yeah. They call it a gigantobot. Suddenly, mm, it's a gigantobot yes. with a big, big uh, toothy mouth. And as soon he closes his mouth and opens it again, and then there's more. It's more points. Then, so you have to do what I. I was in a very good groove with shooting things when the mouth is closed and the mouth opened again, and I was immediately back you in. You were always right there, and I wasn't. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I. Yeah, that's where I got the points, and it's the best. I think it's the best I've ever done in that level. Yeah. Um, and that is, yeah, put shooting it in the mouth is he actually. You just as long as you have the timing down, you don't have to actually. Um, like the physics aren't a big problem because it's not like you have to get the ring off over a small thing. It's just shoot it in its giant mouth. Yeah. Gigantor yeah. It's mouth. It's just getting the timing right when you're shooting into the mouth. When you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's simple. <laughs> it's simple because the mouth is large. Right. Yeah, and then it's so. it's also in this level where you are you have to get these rings are over the up, up the top of the rocket and get it down, well, like slide it down the shaft. And time is of the essence. Of the ro- yeah, yeah. Let's as quick honest. as you can, right. getting that right. ring down if it to the base. There's a lot of pleasure yeah. once the ring, you when you see the ring slide down the shaft. Yeah. Sometimes you screw it up and you get really like flop sweat again. Like, well, sometimes you do it too quickly and things just pop off real fast, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> Oh, man, it's the dirtiest episode ever. I don't know what you mean. I was describing things that happen in Buzz Lightyear's Flying Classic Tossers. Classic Midway game. <laughs> um, not sure what you were hearing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Andy I just bought have, a carnival that got called to dinner. I have a crass brain tonight. <laughs> I just keep hearing things. It's the garage, man. Tell me, you put the boys in a garage? <laughs> in a dirty man, garage? A dog, a you van driving honestly, by. Honestly, it's so good to finally have some man talk. <laughs> oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
My wife's asleep inside, and I'm just out here with the boys at the night. Garage. <laughs> the dimly lit garage. Making, like, giggly little innuendos about the Toy Story ride. What a naughty podcast this is. The gates. Those are dirty things we said about the squeaky alien Whoopsies. game. Whoopsies. Did we do bad? Uh, uh, then you go to the old west. You go to the old west with Woody, right. uh, and this is this is very and grand. Jesse. And, and Jesse, and Jesse, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Lest she be forgotten. And uh, well, and, and another thing not to be forgotten here, uh, as you, you always have to nod to the great work of Mr. Jim Hanks, mm. false Tom Hanks, right. the fake Woody. He's the only fake voice in this. I yeah, believe. yeah, I believe yeah. so. And yeah. you know, you could complain. You could say they didn't spring for Tom, and it is nice when you're watching the shorts, which not every short has Tom, but a lot of them have. They have, like, yeah. shelled out for him. Uh, but so it was always Jim for everything. That was, mm -hmm. like, very much a thing. Tom Hanks has talked about this in interviews, that he was just like, there's so much of it. I just thought it would be a nice thing to, like, give my brother a career. Like, he never will be lacking for work. And then when they renegotiated for Toy Story 3, part of the deal was that Tom had to do all of those shorts oh, and specials. Extra. They worked those mm. all in. Okay, right. Okay. It was, like, That's a fine. new deal for that because at that point they thought 3 would absolutely be the last movie, but they wanted mm. some new stuff to last for the next six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but maybe now he's off, like Robert Downey Jr., he's off the hook because they killed I, Woody at I, the end of 4. I think so. Woody's <laughs> noble sacrifice. He's <laughs> Right. But it, but it's, yes, even from the beginning, it's sort of like always been Jim for everything. And even post-shorts, I think it's back to Jim for almost everything. He's, you can complain about Jim or you can accept Jim. Jim Hanks has been Woody more than a lot of people have been any character. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, it's like, is there a difference? Yes, but I like Jim Hanks Woody. Like, I prefer mm. Tom Woody, but Jim Hanks Woody does feel valid to me. Yeah. It's not a, like a Castellaneta Homer. No. It feels good. Yeah. It yeah. feels right. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. It feels really <laughs> it feels good. good. <laughs> and you're going to love the return of Woody, voiced by Chat Hanks. Oh. <laughs> I think that's going to be really great. Woody, Woody got a little crazy on his adventures this time around. Oh, Woody is speaking in poor patois like inaccurate patois what are you saying hmm. it's gonna be a white cowboy summer <laughs> what it's really weird uh, he's questioning the vaccine for toys yeah. yeah there is if i can just recommend to people quickly there is it's there's a video of tom hanks on um the graham norton show Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's promoting, but it's clearly done when he's filming Sully because he's in like beautiful white haired mustache. I've, I've seen whatever you're about to say, I think. And, and Graham Norton's asking him about like, do you do the voice for the dolls? He's like, no, that's Jim and this and that and whatever. And he's like asking about his process for doing it. And he does this impression of what it's like to do voiceover yes. <laughs> that I will not ruin for people that is so incredibly funny. And is mm -hmm. one of those moments where you're like, oh, Tom Hanks really is just one of our best performers ever. Like the way he acts out an anecdote on a talk show mm -hmm. is just kind of immaculate. Yeah, yeah. It might have been on that show. I feel like another time on Grim Norton is when he did the full Dragnet City of Crime rap. Yes. Which is uh, also <laughs> impressive that he's so able to do it exactly right and with all of the vocal risings. Remember that I'm a sacrifice! <laughs> That's like, I mean, that when, when Michael Keaton hosted SNL after like Birdman Oh yeah. and they did the sketch that was Taron Killen and Bobby Moynihan trying to convince him to play Beetlejuice and Batman again. Mm. And he's like saying, no, 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 no. And at the end of the sketch, he just like goes like this, like cut it out. 
and then he like turns to camera and he stares it down and he says, I'm Batman. And he's just like right back in it. Oh, and I man. get chills every time I watch it where I'm just like, just not a day has gone, but he can just at any moment drop straight into it. He knows the angle. He knows exactly how much the arch, the eyebrows. He knows the exact pitch of voice. And he just like, he throws yeah. it out. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Wow. That's well, it. he's coming back. He's back. He's back. He's back, baby. When and when, what is it? Him and uh, uh, Ezra... What's his name? Ezra Miller. Flash. Ezra Miller's Flash from Is that Justice next year? League. It's either next week or next year. I wouldn't be Five shocked. Five years ago. I didn't see it. It already he's happened. Either in Sp- he's in Spider-Man 2 or something. Like he's right. Batman and Spider-Man. And he's in Morbius? <laughs> he is in Morbius as Vulture. Scott, Vol- oh, Michael Keaton Whoa. plays Vulture in the MCU. Mm-hmm. He is also going to be in... The Morbius movie, which is a Marvel character, but it's Sony because Sony has the rights to Spider-Man. And Sony is doing their own right. Spider-Verse that's independent of the MCU The, the Sony-Marvel deal is so weird because part of it is like Marvel gets to use Spider-Man in X amount of films that Sony doesn't produce, right? Which is like uh-huh. him ending up in the Avengers movies and stuff. Okay. Yes. And then part of the deal is Marvel has to give... Uh, Sony one like ostensibly a tier Marvel character to use in every Spider-Man movie. So it's like Downey Jr. in the first one. It's uh, Samuel Jackson in the second one. Cumberbatch in the third, right? Yeah, and Feige gets to produce and direct like direct the direction of it. Right, right. But then now they're making like the Venom, the Venom sequel, Morbius, like these spinoffs. Jared Leto is Michael Morbius, the living vampire. <laughs> right. Which Does was that the... sentence do anything for you? <laughs> Does that sentence do anything for the movie going public? <laughs> the real this, yeah. this movie has been pushed back like so many times and obviously COVID and everything, but they keep on going like, let's just, let's just knock it back another 18 months. <laughs> like, let's just keep kicking it back. Mm-hmm. But um, they they can't put Spider-Man in those movies. So now what they're doing is putting supporting characters from the Marvel Spider-Man movies in the other villain movies. So Michael Keaton can interact with Morbius because he's in the Spider-Man movies that are in the Spider-Man continuity with the MCU. I like the convolutedness. I do like convolutedness. Yeah, Yeah, it's very convoluted. It's going to get worse, too. It's so much worse. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, Venom, Tom Hardy Venom cannot cross over yet. Right. This this is not dissimilar to in the late 90s. They kind of peeled off all the street, like, you know, gritty, not super, super powerful characters into the Marvel Knights line, right. Punisher, the, the street level. The, yeah, yes. the street level yes. guys. And and they they didn't just because those books weren't selling very well. Right. And so they did like, you know, they they gave them to people from outside of comics or they tried weird takes where like the Punisher is back as an avenging angel. This sentence, Scott, does this do anything for you? <laughs> yeah. Daredevil written by Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. An okay. award winning <laughs> Uh, like a, a landmark story. run. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. A landmark run. Mm-hmm. And, and very, I haven't reread them, but I remember the time being 
very like liking those comics a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, drawn by Joe Casada. Yes. Great um, art. Great art. Yes. So, so now it is It is just <laughs> as confusing again. and dense. Well, and, and then what's, what's weirder too is that then the Marvel Netflix thing is essentially doing Marvel Knights again where they're just like, these characters can't sustain $200 million movies. We have no other outlet for them. So we punt them off to a different department of Marvel that Feige has no oversight over. And you make lower budget Marvel TV shows with these mm-hmm. characters. And then now they're stuck in this netherworld where it's like are they in shared continuity with anything those shows started out acknowledging things from the movies but then the movies have never acknowledged them and then there are ongoing rumors that that they will be acknowledged yeah we know i know what you're talking about this is the end of this Toy Story episode, right? We're almost at the end. <laughs> I guess we're we're almost at the end. Yeah. The shooting gallery is the Woody's rooting, tooting, shooting gallery is the <laughs> right. last game. Right. Another it's game. It's the last game. It's the last game. I Jim. again has a real world parallel over at the other park. The shooting gallery, which when I was leaving Disneyland mm. the other night. <laughs> 10 p.m. at night was very crowded. Yeah. Really like, weird. always popular. People trying to take the edge off. Yeah. Left <laughs> yeah, long day. Yeah. Stupid kid yelling at me <laughs> all day. <laughs> I want chicken fingers. Really yeah, steam. Yeah. Um, it's a bit, you know, it's a, it's such a like epic ending because now you, I, I think maybe you, you get to that screen and don't even realize you're next to more screens. It almost like gets expansive, yeah. like a big widescreen Western epic yeah. as you travel and you're shooting the whole way. Um, but you, you know, you wear out here. I think who doesn't? Oh. In the home stretch. I, I was trying to figure out is there a stretch I should be like, is there any. Yeah. scenario where I like I'm fine after it I try different things I mean I'll tell you a thing I, I do oftentimes is rather than like pulling the ball like this I sort of Whoa. hold my hand out this way if this makes sense I don't even know how to describe this Just but it's like in front of you I hold my hand straight out in front of me and then I, I sort of notch the the ball in between two fingers and so I'm pulling well, the hand towards me yeah that makes any sense yeah yes it does because I've tried different techniques is the one right. the way you want to do it like the way you're I think my Let's body talk- Ball handling. I think this we've gotten to the point in the episode where we have to talk about how you handle a ball. Handle yeah. a singular ball. Dangling ball. One right. ball is this this is how you handle one ball. You like I, I think you want to grab the ball and then I use my whole arm. That's how it naturally wants to go. Right, right. Because you blow out your wrist if you're just doing that. Right, but but I like the wrist what you really the least impact is like holding as you're saying with two fingers yeah. and then just like pulling it like this. Yes. Yeah. This is the motion. Yeah. But I feel like I don't get as much I don't get as many balls that way. I don't get as many. Um, tr- I can't get it yeah. as fast. I yeah. can't get going as fast. I need like for for that last run where you're trying to get as many uh, as possible, and and it like it, it just becomes giant targets to just like speed round go. Uh, and again, you you want to get it to a thousand and two thousand as fast as possible. I I definitely like put an arm on the handle to try to give me resistance, like something mm. to hang off of yeah. so that it's not like, like it's, it's anchored and I'm like using, <laughs> uh, like, so I'm pushing one way and I'm pulling another, um, yeah. all of these, we should be filming all of these gestures. I know, the they gestures all are all doing the same They're weird real, gestures. Guys, gotta know, the gestures are so funny. If you were here right now. <laughs> if you've done They the, look like, like something else. They look like, like so nasty. <laughs> it's like an angry father, like, summoning a cat in the house. <laughs> or like a dog, like, get in here. That's really what... Uh, it's not sexual. It's just like get in here. Uh, I switch arms once in a while too. Yeah, that's a good thing. Which no, just I, I, that throws me off. Though, uh, but the I stranger. Some, sometimes <laughs> I have to. 
<laughs> yeah, sometimes what I do I is like sit on, <laughs> I sit on my left hand right for the I yeah for the other games, and then I pull, so it feels like a stranger is yeah. playing the last round for me. That's what I do. Uh, it's not the first time, also, that we've all done these motions and then had people laugh at us. So. <laughs> That's a good point as well. Uh, but it's just <laughs> I really wish I didn't have to say. I wish I could only hear your voice. Right, and then someone and then someone in, in sort of overselling that you did a great job. <laughs> no, it was fun. Yeah, the, you should have like a ham be like, it was fine. <laughs> it's okay. We can try again later. Let's not talk about it. You're making it worse by talking about it. <laughs> Let's just go to sleep. Wall is Sean telling let's just go to sleep. <laughs> We're really Why still talking about this. Why must we dwell on this? I'm, I'm got just an early tired. day tomorrow. <laughs> it was hours ago. I'm writing a play. I have to go write a play. I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> God, this is gonna play great at the store later. <laughs> Who is that, Jeff? Tim. Huh? That's just a general. Oh, oh just, that's just a general. Oh, okay. So generally, this would all play yeah. well at the La store. Tim Allen's a Laugh Factory guy, I assume. It, uh, he, right? I think, well, if um, uh, uh, Superstar Limo is to be believed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that is right. canon, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Whatever that club is. Um, I look, you get exhausted, you get very worn out. I mean, I, I didn't really happen to me that bad on this, but I for sure, you know, yeah. like two minutes later, you could be feeling it. Five minutes later, you could be feeling it. If you, the listeners, have any tips on uh, wrist care, yeah, and yeah. uh, how to you know, because we're all, we're all getting older. Um, yeah. how do you make your wrists uh, last? Yeah, we need Are there yeah. pills we can take. Everyone, yes, uh, chime in on this. Mm -hmm. Is there any like? Do you uh, do you just agree with us that you're like you're sore after it, or yeah? Do you have some sort of technique? Do you double hand it? Do you have a looser grip? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Is there, is there like a uh, uh, web slingers piece of equipment you bring with you? I was just thinking that, that. like you like, just attach right, it and you right. hit a button. Toys. If you're if right. if you, if this if these kinds of acts are getting older or getting tougher as you get older, <laughs> does toys bringing toys is in there, reinvigorate right. everything? Is there some sort of like motorized suction device you could use, which has a very consistent <laughs> rhythm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could like it just help smooth out performance issues. <laughs> right. And it's like that, themed. It's a themed thing too, so it could be different. <laughs> Characters or that's the like, thing that Web Slingers yeah. gets right that you can introduce toys into the equation and add some new dimensions and levels. <laughs> Repulsors or mm -hmm. uh, it helps with repeatability. Gauntlet, <laughs> yeah. wrist, wrist gauntlets, <laughs> all that stuff you know that spices right, things up. Different bindings, yeah. Different <laughs> bindings, suit of armor, <laughs> different suit of armor you could wear. Um, uh, I, I will say a weird thing about this ride that defies logic for me is that I feel like a year or two after it opened, they released it as like a cell phone app and then also yeah, yeah, as uh -huh. a Wii game. Right. I think oh, they did yeah. it for PlayStation Move and Xbox Connect. It was that wave of motion controlled video game systems. I bought it for the Wii. I didn't yeah, like it right away. I think I never played it. More yeah. than once. What, what I bought, which I showed you guys uh, the last time we zoomed, was like I got this like plug and play thing. Mm -hmm. oh, where it's like ancillary. it's it's a physical cannon that you yeah. plug into the TV and then it has just this game loaded on it. So it's a sort of lower res and the cannon is 
push button rather than the ball pull. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought <laughs> by ball. by buying that and prepping for like six months before this episode, I'd get very good at it. So when uh, you're there which in person, yeah, didn't yeah. happen. But but this is the thing: is like I played that app for a long time until they discontinued it. I have this thing now. I play. I remember being bummed out when they did that because I was like, well, that kind of devalues the ride if you're just taking the exact same game screens and like yeah making it playable at home. Then what's the ride got? Oh, yeah. And then every time I go on the ride, I'm like, this is so much better. It really yeah. just speaks to how the 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 whole interface is yes. the whole is the thing. Yes. It's not the graphics and then anything. It's the just how they made it perfect and, and perfect let's, and seamless. Let's also call it out. It's a 3D movie. It's my favorite kind of thing a theme park can do. Hey, yeah. there we go. It's a Back series of 3D movies, a thing that the at-home versions never can get. Right. It can't get it right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and you're not, you know, we haven't talked about, uh, uh, Jason nodded to it very quickly, but the effects, the effects are something when those aliens fly around and yes. there's a little blast, it's yeah. mainly blasts. There's not a lot of like, there's not too much going on Just and the there's surprises, amount. but they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's like a, what a, like is there confetti or something that shoots or the balls like shoot out at you and it makes that like poof sound yeah. and then like you yeah. get a blast of air and it makes it all like more confusing. There's like there's yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. when you're playing you get blasted with air. That's like part of the it's <laughs> <laughs> all, all kinds of shit ends up breaking your face. Right, it happens. Yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> it's track we, of... um, we hadn't mentioned the um, the cues. Yeah. Uh, mm. There's a lot of oh, yeah. weird stuff. The queues in both California and Florida have both been reconfigured at different points mm-hmm. due to changing of the areas they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because Orlando, uh, it's now the weird fake Pixar campus. Well, no, it, that's what it was. It. Now, they oh, moved now it's the Toy Story Land. To Toy Story Land. They right. flipped um, it. They never moved the building, but they put the entrance on the other side. It's really weird. odd. I have not gone to do Toy Story Land. And they added a track yet. in yeah. Florida because it's just so popular. Yeah. Um, uh, DCA uh, California Adventures Q is pretty. Uh, Bad. Uh, that, yeah. That's one of Pretty the big boring. It's open criticisms of the ride. Yeah, love, that, love skipping that one in the Max Pass yeah. era, whatever, and the, Genie. The, but the Potato Head is all you got going for. I mean, yeah, the Potato Head really elevates it. The Potato yeah. Head who can talk to you. Florida has a lot more character to it. I, I think, think like Florida does more world. of trying to sell you on the, like, here's the room. Here's, like, this yeah. box he got and yeah. constructed and, like... The giant right. viewfinder. Like, the Disneyland right, there's all Tomorrowland that stuff. Yeah. giant viewfinder things. And then... In Japan, yeah, two things. Oh, you yeah. gotta say it. You enter through a giant oh, woody yeah. head. Right. You so, enter through so Woody's cool. giant so head. Good. It's a dream really I've nice. always had to <laughs> At night put it's... myself in Woody's mouth. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm and going then in. <laughs> this area in Japan is called. I almost missed this. It's called the Toyville Trolley Park, and Fuck. we all know I love my trolley parks. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. It, it looks it looks really neat. It's a great design. It looks very ornate, as is all of Tokyo Disney Sea. Looks amazing at night. Yes, but this is like you'll see this repeated. This is a big uh, Japan travel tip that if you've ever done Toy Story Mania, 
at Disneyland or Disney World, you can't do it in in Japan. It will eat into valuable time. It is like the one thing that is exactly the same. Mm. Go look at the outside. The outside mm. is great. But I saw travel guides that were very clear about like yeah. I'm, you got to sacrifice that one because there's so much that's unique well, to that park. Or that maybe you, you have to have an extra day. You end up having to... an ad. You need to take it up to <laughs> four days or Just beyond. To be able to go seven <laughs> days. You need seven. You need, I think you need a clean seven. Full at this seven. You just keep moving. Yeah. Up. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be twelve um, before you know it. Yeah, I mean, I I'll say in defense, because the California one opened first, right? It is the original. Maybe not. Uh, it no, been. no, they really opened. This was the rare a rare instance. Yeah, where they were developing both simultaneously. Florida yeah. opens a few weeks before California. I okay. believe Florida's also was timed with a uh, piece being added to the International Space Station, and there was a Buzz Lightyear oh, toy. Yes, yes, like yes. In the, this is the Imagineering yes. story, yes. yeah. Right, they put Buzz in space. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all strange that that opened first and how it's like it's this Midway game ride, but then they... it's So it's Midway Mania in California, but because it's part of the pier, but then it's just Toy Story Mania everywhere else. I remember thinking that when I heard all this before it opened, I was like, is this going to be any... It's weird. It's Midway Games, but it's over there, and is that just like uh, uh, pl- plugging it in in, in a non-natural way? I and uh, it all It's all... Yeah. Like, the oddly, just something about the description of the ride never sounded that great to me. It's like games with the... T- and then like immediately, just, first time yeah. you're on it, yeah. just fun, classic, like it must do. It just kind of defies logic, but it gets back to it, it, sort of the stuff we've been saying about just like sort of don't overthink it do the thing that's fun show mm-hmm. the people the thing they want to see mm-hmm. you know just make it clean and easy the rules yeah <laughs> don't get in yeah don't get in your head yeah try to relax yeah yeah <laughs> right simple right if you're worrying too much about what how other people think you're doing but you do, and then you're not going to enjoy yourself because ultimately, like you need to right. be enjoying yourself, right? Too, right? But also, you want to make sure they're having a good time. Yeah, just you not have to do that. Just not worrying about how they think you're performing. Just worry about, yeah, but trying you your hardest. Yeah, you know, you can't get too, you can't overthink it. No, be present. Just, yeah, yeah. I and mean, you have to be attentive. Sometimes the rules change. Sometimes they say throw this, and then then you move over a little bit, and they go actually. You know, spin this or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know how to sustain this anymore. <laughs> it's unsustainable at this yeah. juncture. Things are at a different angle. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, and it, we're, look, it, like with Mike and I, it just like worked really well when it was pleasurable for both of us. We made each, we made mm-hmm. each other better. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We were work, Scott and I were working right. together to achieve a goal. Jason and I were perhaps you, being selfish. Way, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I say mutual midway, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Griffin Newman we survived podcast the ride. Well, I do, I do have a thing I want to say. I know yeah, I just sure. Really no, that was just up. by be planting the flag. No, we should sort of come back to the station. Right. Uh, I, I, so I, you know, I, I uh, this was so much fun to get to go to the parks with you guys. And I, yes. I joked about this when I was, uh, when I got there, but I was like, I was like having the jitters beforehand of like, oh my God, I'm going to meet the guys for the first time. Cause it did feel like, I think people don't know this, but like up until going to the parks together two days ago, we had never hung out outside of recording. 
Because all the, the records are all, it's all these long episodes. Right. We all go like, and so then by the time you're done, it's like, yeah, we could go like get dinners or something. But like, but it but also, you're in town for a brief amount of right. time. And it but I, yeah, I like messaged you guys. I was like, I'd love to be on the show. Then we did that. We always like end up uh, uh, talking for too long before and after the record mm-hmm. and turning what's already a long session into a super yes. long Instead session. Instead of planning a thing, yeah, right. then that after show just happens. And then like the last time we recorded before the pandemic, you were like, by the way, next time we should just make plans to hang out. Like this doesn't have to be yes. the only structure in which mm-hmm. four of us hang out. Then the world ended. And it was very much a thing I was looking forward to was being able to I like totally agree, yeah. record with you guys again, but also mm-hmm. being able to, uh, uh, you know, actually like hang out and then cross that friend threshold and whatever. And to go to the parks with you guys was like the best version of that. I didn't realize the three of you hadn't gone together, so it was nice that I was Got able to. In a while, this was yeah. a big impetus for that. I have the fits. It was twenty months, is what it ended up being. Yeah, right. right. We wow. hadn't seen you in person. I the last time we recorded with you in person was almost two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, the last wow. time I was here was October 2019, and it's mm-hmm. now September Jeez. 2021. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like all these things, oh, I was looking forward to, and you know, like uh, listening to the show was was a thing that really helped my my sanity throughout uh, all of this you oh, know man. so i'm very appreciative uh, to you guys you. Uh, as friends but also just as uh, uh, people who make a good thing that that helps people a lot but um, I, I, I did in, in the run of listening to the show and as i said i was listening some months behind go like mm. i want to do something to repay the favor to to the boys to some oh degree. I feel like I, I, I need to tip. I'm just, I have such an affinity. I'm so excited to see them again in person and do all of this. I need to, I need to come bearing gifts to some degree. And then I, I caught up with some episodes and I got very worried that I perhaps had been um, sniped in what my uh, potential gift was. Oh, that's what's in your, your I, case I that you brought, brought a it. secret oh, so in your uh, rifle. Yes, that's perfectly sized just for this <laughs> one thing. Kills and I had to message Jason and go, here's my gift, eat lead. <laughs> With an old-time gangster, Phil Spector in everyone's ass. I've got the Spectre spirit now. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, I when we had these plans in place, I messaged Jason. I said, Jason, like, and no spoilers, I'm still catching up, but I might have ordered something and spent a fair amount of money on it, and I'm worried that perhaps this has already been purchased in exchange, and I want to know if this ever happened, and he said, I think you're in the clear. And I, yeah, this was maybe the most memory workout I had to do. At one point in the park, Scott went to the bathroom, he went, remind me what the thing is. I, wow. well, I messaged Mike about it. Okay. Now now I remember you you did ask me Uh, out of context. Right. Oh, interesting. Because uh, I didn't, I, I had purchased this and received it before I caught up to the I point about this. where it was invoked on the show. But I did, in fact, purchase a Baby Alive Aladar. <laughs> Whoa! Which I want to make clear was specifically purchased for Scott Gardner. This is not for Mike. Not for Mike. This is for you and your son. All right. You have to accept this. Okay, okay. Here, let it's me get now in your garage. Wow. That is for you. It's a mint condition. Oh boy. 
Dino Alive. <laughs> yeah, Dino Alive. Mint oh, these fa- oh, beautiful fonts. Yeah. It's great fonts. Mint the best of 2000. It's, I mean, it's a good box. <laughs> it it's a, a good very box. good Help box. me hatch. Yeah. Let me out. <laughs> hatch and hatch again. Feed me, in <laughs> quotes. Like, feed me. I and I'll it. show what I can do. <laughs> it's, I mean, dirtiest episode. Grossest episode. Yeah, really It gross. was gross enough before Aladar entered the and picture. And now Aladar's here. Aladar's. He's here to stay. Hatch your prehistoric pet again and again. Wow, you can give... That's the wow. miracle of childbirth <laughs> right. over and over again. He comes with the egg. For the listener at home, he comes with the egg, and you can have him hatch out of the egg. This is going to be a he, great sex ed tool. You know, teaching tool. (laughs) Yeah, mice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is where babies come from. Yeah. So one day, you came out of an egg, and the first thing you did was pee and burp, and I thought it was so cute. Very cute. Very cute, yes. (laughs) And then on the back of these quotes... I'm Aladar. I'm hungry. <laughs> Burp. Let's go. <laughs> Can you imagine? Fine. Let's go. Let's go. Doesn't he? What's the thing he says in the? T- Stand together. <laughs> I think that's the actual. But that's that's adult Aladar. You do not own adult Aladar. No, that's baby Aladar. You own no, Dino no. Alive, baby Aladar. Oh my God. Dino Alive. He walks. He talks. He's amazing. I will say. I have to agree. I like. Hey, yeah. I ordered this. It took a while to come. It thankfully didn't get lost, like the one that you ordered for Mike. But when it arrived, I like didn't know what it was, and it was such a big uh, box. And um, do I have this here? Hold on. I thought I took a picture of it. Was that your carry-on luggage? Did that go in the overhead? This was essentially a bag I brought just to carry baby Aladar. Oh my god! You you carried the precious egg like a movie character cross country. You had to protect an egg. You were a father. Or bringing, you were a makeshift father, uh, bringing Aladar to his real father, me. Yes, yes. It felt like the journey, the beginning of Disney's dinosaur, where you're seeing the egg get carried wow. by all these different creatures until Clive it ends Owen up. and Children of Men getting her to that point. Absolutely. <laughs> the last People dying woman. all around you. Uh, I can't find the picture of this now, but it arrived in this like huge box. And by pure coincidence, I couldn't tell if it was like a joke from the eBay seller, but I think it was pure coincidence that it showed up in a box that had like a big stamped warning of like, careful, live eggs, handle with care. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's And I great. think they just reuse some egg delivery they being, box. They were just being cute, I guess. I don't know. No, because oh, it wow. was like, it was like stamped on there. It wasn't like handwritten. Oh, oh but like they made, but they still made. Oh, they might have picked wasn't the a box Disney for that branded. Reason. No, egg no, it box. wasn't. No, I see. No, that was just the shipping container. Gotcha. Yeah. It was not part of the product. They were still being cute then. Maybe. I, and also, by the way, just the, there's so much disturbing on the box. You never know what'll do next. There's it's a different lot, every time. A lot going on with the box. And then mm. the more you feed him, the more real he becomes. <laughs> just everything about it. But then this there's this little thing in the corner that says try me and it's a hand that's putting up two fingers and under that it says touch the metal contacts. <laughs> I the, touch the, the Scott, Oh wait, I should him. touch the metal kind wait what happens if you I touch think the, the metal? batteries are that's dead. Di- that's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. It's probably an ancient enough. Yeah. Just this little diagram of the finger more weird lewd finger so gestures many lewd in this fingers episode. Right. It's just stick your fingers in but then sort of curl them up. 
<laughs> until you feel the contact points. Forward and uh, right. yeah, you'll know you'll know when you feel you'll it. Know when you feel There'll it. There'll be no mistaking. <laughs> uh, uh, Griffith, uh, amazing. Thank you so much for guiding Baby Eleanor's journey. It really. I mean, I had I had to rethink my packing. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that thing made a cross-country trip. This is heavy. Bed. Also, you're yeah. like you're on foot going into, into yes. a train station, yes. I believe. Correct, I, correct. Like, I uh, took a cross-country train. Wow, <laughs> from New York. This had to be accounted to for. Yes, it, it made it here. Right, uh, uh, and, and I'm I've thrilled. I've across Amazing. two hotels. I, yeah, and brought it here today to its rightful place in this garage. <laughs> strangers on a train remake, and the guys go like, "Hey, man, is that a fucking?" Disney's dinosaur toy in there. Is that Dino Alive Baby Aladar in mint condition? I was going to ask you to kill a family member of mine, but I, you're too weird for me now. <laughs> oh, I, man. Uh, wow. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, the miracle of life comes from making contact with the egg. Yes. And yes. Uh, yes. I, I feel so much life uh, from this. Maybe I think maybe I, maybe I love Baby Aladar now. I mean... After all this. It's hard. I mean, yeah, it would be yeah, hard not it to. It took this gesture. Well, it um, also... I mean, I mean, now you have to care for him. Like, it's hard not to form an emotional er, attachment when he's mm-hmm. your responsibility. Yeah. You can't shut me off. I have no <laughs> off position. I, yeah. Uh, Griffin, yeah. Uh, Griffin is saying, I mean, what read between the lines, Scott? This thing is cursed. <laughs> Well, the last time we tried, you may have heard, we got to a, to a baby owl yeah, our that toy was... that never made it. Right. It didn't no, have is, it still. This is why I messaged Jason in a panic, because I ordered this. It arrived. Then I got to the episode where you revealed mm-hmm. that you had ordered it for Mike, but it had been delayed. And I was like, if I just spent all this fucking money. It's the fact that this cost a substantial we, amount. Right. We had a listener. I didn't, I didn't shell out for the egg. You shelled out for the for egg the and egg, the whole for thing. the box, all oh that. A yeah. listener told us, though, they had the same exact story, where they tried to get rid of the baby Aladar toy and it kept coming back yeah. somehow. <laughs> kept coming yeah. back and they couldn't get the batteries out, I think, and the batteries had enough juice that every few months it would just go like, eh! <laughs> without <laughs> warning. So, maybe we'll I see. Mean, yeah. I'll, I'm remembering, again, because memory, little fuzzy at the moment. Yeah. I remember, I, I think just recently I double-checked with Scott because I convinced myself that like did Griffin buy a Nimgaloo and I asked uh, you like right, hey the right. stuff Nimgaloo was covered in bugs and you threw it in the trash right and you were like yeah yeah that was oh, your, you slipped you, that in oh, you yeah. couldn't remember if I had bought a Nimgaloo or an Aladar you knew both <laughs> items had trouble arriving <laughs> But, but you couldn't remember which one I had gotten. Yeah. This point that we're at, what, what yeah. we mythologize. Uh, um, I'm going to open this thing up, and it's going to say, I'm the one you tried to buy for Mike. <laughs> I got into all the packaging. <laughs> Made it through the plastic. Well, there was also a point where I was like, if the one for Mike arrives and Mike gets it, and then I bring one for Scott as a punishment, then I feel like an asshole that Jason doesn't mm. have. And Aladar, right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need to end up with. I'm one just letting like, you guys have, all have fun. I'm just Aladar. trying. Everyone's yeah. having a good. One time. One is gonna uh, like burrow out from inside your stomach tonight. I think that's where this is going. I, I, ah. This this gift is so. I have gifts for everybody too. This gift what? is so much better. I just brought little gifts real quick for everybody because yes. I. Uh, just I want to throw, and it's not nothing big. They have these 50th anniversary McDonald toys celebrating oh, Disney World. Yes. And I went to, I went and got a few of them. Ah. Uh, this one's for Griffin. This is R two D two. I was hoping for Toy Story, but yeah. they did, it did not happen. Scott, I have. Uh, 
here Lumiere for you. Wonderful. Um, 50th anniversary. Um, and then for Jason, I have a Walmart exclusive Funko Pop of the Moon Pie mascot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Wow. All right! <laughs> So I have that. I didn't for know you. that mid-September was suddenly Christmas. <laughs> when did this in change? September. Uh, I, yeah, well, I think this over. is 2020 Christmas. I haven't felt like we've. I think this we made it. up for it today yeah. and now, out of nowhere. Well, I I had something for Mike and Scott. I brought back from New Jersey that I forgot today. And uh, Griffin, I real quick bought you a pretzel at DC. Because <laughs> I was yes. like, oh no, if I bring that, <laughs> I won't have anything for Griffin. <laughs> so well, because I asked you, do you want to split a pretzel? Because we were debating how hungry. Were, and then the next thing I knew, you handed me a whole pretzel. I, was, I, I couldn't again, figure out what the mechanism was. The short-term memory and yes. the long-term memory are both a little fuzzy oh, right hey, now. I'm so with you. I'm right there. I yeah. forgot oh, you had wow. said that. Well, yeah. we didn't even get into the cheese thing. <laughs> we'll save it. No, but that's that's its own episode. That's its own episode. Yeah, that's Jason's cheese follies. Not yeah, to be tease kind the of title. bummed out by the plastic cheese situation. <laughs> Man. Um, I, uh, Mike, thank you for yeah, these 50th anniversary toys. Griffin, uh, thank you. Hollywood uh, Thank yeah. you for this egg. Thank you for <laughs> delivering the egg across the I will the, say, it already looks like right at home. And you're like, it looks like it was, it always belonged right where you put it <laughs> underneath an out of time license plate. Mm -hmm. It made of, yeah, a bunch of visors. <laughs> I, yeah, I do have a bunch of visors hung up in my, uh, in my garage, a, a, a sports almanac from yeah. BTTF2. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Hey, thank you for that. Thank you for, uh, for, for being here, for joy, for getting us back my to pleasure. Disneyland yeah. for a great hang the other day, a great mm -hmm. episode. Now hey, many great episodes. Truly a thing I've been looking forward to as like, Oh, then I'll feel like the world is slightly normal again you know this is a, a, yeah. a, a great thing great light at the end of the tunnel of, yeah. of all of that waiting uh uh and uh yeah just what i'm so happy we actually got to hang yeah, in the, the happiest yeah. place on earth yeah well, uh such a blessed uh let's exit through the gift shop is there anything sure. you'd like to plug uh i'd like to plug uh mattel's dino alive baby aladar it's a great product <laughs> more and more dino alives yeah <laughs> i can't i mean mike you buy a lot of like vintage toys as well i kind of can't believe what good condition the packaging is in for this thing yeah sometimes well i just i revealed to you two days ago whenever we were there that i had bought some austin powers right mcfarland <laughs> toys that are 20 years old and right. i am like well these are like in pristine yeah i like they must just people just might might just have them in the box that's the, the thing. original like been shipper perfectly box. preserved yeah um so um, yeah i am impressed sometimes yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, look for them on ebay um blank check with griffin <laughs> and david where our podcasts are found we're doing all the john carpenter movies um, that's taken us through the rest of the year, mm -hmm. and uh, and then uh, good boys, good boys in 2022. 2022. Mm. 2022. Yeah. Uh, um, would love to. Yeah, and watch uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation, a very uncontroversial show that no one is upset about online. I've <laughs> uh, had really, really normal reactions to. <laughs> I think oh, it's boy. really good. Uh, maybe Some even more so if you haven't watched the old show, then maybe you like it a lot because uh, you're not coming up with a lot of strange baggage. Uh, but yeah, first five episodes of that are up now, and the remaining five episodes will be up soon. I think you got a gun to voice of uh, Aladar next for the dinosaur reboot. God, that's the yeah. next one to. Yeah, yeah. but oh, people, no. I mean, people online are going to be upset if the, if Baby Aladar doesn't look exactly as cute as he did thirty years ago in the well, old and show, I, in the old and movie. If, if Baby Aladar is a little too woke now. If Baby Aldar is woke in yeah. the new version of Dinosaur, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people online upset. There's an agenda behind his burping now. Mm -hmm. They don't even let him pee anymore. <laughs> they don't. 
Like, that's his thing. That's his thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, find us on all the socials at Podcast the Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store uh, for three bonus episodes every month. Check out Podcast the Ride, the second gate of patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Um, great, uh, uh, victorious week, victorious episode. I feel like we feel like we all got the beaver uh, today, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so bye. Goodbye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dog. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.